six o'clock. I'm Tony Fisher. The headlines. Lords plans to derail cuts to tax credits. World War II bomb found in Hertfordshire Garden. And Lewis Hamilton wins Formula One World Championship. BBC Three Counties Radio. The House of Lords will debate today whether to delay the government's proposed cuts to tax credits. An attempt will be made to block the move under a procedure called a fatal motion. Baroness Meacher, who's tabling the motion, says she wants the changes to be put on hold until they can be sure the government isn't making a mistake. Ollie Bayliss has more. The government are hoping to reduce the income threshold for claiming both working tax credit and child tax credit. The Conservatives argue that the change, which is planned for April next year, will save taxpayers £15 billion a year. Critics say that it will mean more than 3 million people in work will lose out and that people will be incentivised not to seek employment. A controlled explosion is due to take place this morning on a suspected World War II bomb which was found in a garden in Potter's Bar yesterday afternoon. Police received a report yesterday afternoon to an unexploded device in Park Avenue. It was moved away from properties in the area to a field nearby where the controlled explosion is planned to take place in about an hour's time. A cordon's been set up around the garden. An international team of scientists will set sail from Southampton today for the Mid-Atlantic on a quest for more clues about the origins of life on Earth. They plan to drill into the Atlantis Massive, an underwater mountain, standing two and a half miles high in the hope of finding microorganisms. Here's our science correspondent, Jonathan Amos. The scientific team will drill into the ocean floor to sample simple organisms to understand better how they eke out an existence. Many scientists think that if life forms exist elsewhere in our solar system, then they will look very similar to these extreme microbes that are able to exploit the chemistry inside water-rich rocks. There are moons of Saturn and Jupiter that have ice-covered oceans, and where conditions may be similar to those on the floor of the Atlantic. Police investigating the death of a teenager in St Albans over the weekend have made two further arrests. A man aged 19 was arrested on suspicion of murder on Saturday and taken into police custody. And yesterday, a 26-year-old man was also arrested on suspicion of murder. Nine other people arrested in connection with the stabbing of the teenage victim in the early hours of Saturday morning currently remain in police custody. In sport, Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton has won the Formula One Drivers' World Championship for the third time. The driver who grew up in Stevenage won the US Grand Prix to take the title. Local councillor and former Mayor Shermer Batson appealed to Lewis to come to his hometown and celebrate. It's quite a difficult thing to come back as often as he would like, but we're really hoping that he will find some time to come and celebrate. We want to share it with him. You know, we want to really big him up and say, yes, you know, boy, you've done good. You've done it. Really good. You've done it and we love you for it and we're supportive and everything. But it would be nice for him to get here. Hopefully he will this time. Finally, the weather for beds, hearts and mucks. Dry and bright with occasional sunny spells. Top temperature 14 degrees Celsius. Get the latest news and sport online, bbc.co.uk slash three counties. A diamond necklace played the pond And a handsome drum the long
across beds, hearts and bugs. Yeah. This is Edward well, Adu no. on BBC Three Counties Radio. I hate... I hate Barbara Ann. I think it's one of the worst songs of all time. Um, it's not even a Beach Boy singing lead vocals on it. It's a Jan Dean. And at school, there was a girl who I think ended up becoming a police officer. Uh, she joined halfway through the school, um, and it wasn't Alison. Barbara? No, but her mum was called Barbara. And we were playing this song in the sixth form common room one day, and she came and she went, oh, that's about my mum. Sorry? Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's about my mum, that song. What, what, what do you mean? My mum's called Barbara. Right, okay. How old is she? Oh, she's, she's 40. R- right. Do you mean it's about your mum? Oh, Brian Wilson wrote it for her. Excuse me? Yeah, Brian Wilson wrote it for her. Right, Brian Wilson didn't write it. It's like a really old song. She said, no, 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 my dad told me oh, that... Oh, don't. My dad told me that she... That the Beach Boys wrote Barbara Ann about my mum. Boy, oh, boy. She went on to become a police officer, ladies and gentlemen. My grandparents told me that she would be coming round the mountain was about my grandma. Was she coming round the mountain? Apparently not. Apparently, <laughs> my granddad... Was she wearing pink pyjamas when she came? <laughs> yes. She had lovely bottom set of teeth. Let's do it. Let's do but it, guys. Apparently, my granddad caught her. Um, she was in the jungle running free, and he caught her in a net. Wow. Other stuff I believe was about eleven. Well, okay. So, um, coming round the mountain. Yeah. Pink. Oh, I'm trying to pen that works. Oh, we need to get all the verses to come around the mountain, don't we? Mm-hmm. Wearing pink pajamas. Yeah. By the way, Kelsey, it's great to have you with us. Thanks, player. You're welcome. Wearing pink pajamas. My Lo- dad told me bottom. the um, lovely bottom. No, that's not one of the... It is. She has a lovely bottom. No, it's not. It is. It is not. It is not. Listen. You thought that your nan was caught in a net in a jungle. (laughs) Do you know she wasn't? Lovely bottom is not the lyric. 03459 455 555, by the way, guys. We're trying to uh, ascertain... It's about my gran. I should know. We're trying to ascertain (laughs) all of the verses to She'll Be Coming Round the Mountain. It's about a train, isn't it? No, it's about my gran. Oh, for crying out loud. Kelly Betts. I'm still trying to get the words. She'll be singing um, hallelujah yeah. when she no. comes? I don't know. You're just making it up. I think that was the thing about it. It was like the song about the quartermaster's store you made it up. Do you remember that song? Yeah. It... There with them. Kelly Betts. Um, my dad once told me that, you know, the town, ho- to- town hall clock. You can say what you want this week. What they do? Sack you? <laughs> the town hall clock in Luton was called Little Bill. Oh, oh after yeah. Big Ben. Yeah. Yo. My dad told my sister that Hitler's first name was Billy. She's she, not? She believed that till uh, a history lesson. <clears throat> she put her hand up and was laughed at. Well, <laughs> when have you been humiliated it, by false information your parents have given you? 03459 He also told us that. Um, Girl monkeys have pink bums and boy monkeys have blue ones. Yeah, well, that's, that's again, I could buy that. Um, we should do this story and then probably sack it off. OK. The House of Lords will hold a debate today which could delay the government's proposed cuts to tax credits. The Conservatives argue the move, which is planned for April next year, will save taxpayers £15 billion a year. The change is estimated to mean more than 3 million people in work will lose out. I wonder who's, who's making those estimations? Because obviously the Tories think it's a good idea and they think people will be better off. This is really... I am struggle with this uh, this story. Catherine, what will the proposed change mean? Well, there are two types of tax credits, both of which were introduced by the last Labour government to help low-paid families. Under the proposed changes, both working tax credit and child tax credit will be reduced. The income threshold for working tax credits, which is currently £6,420, will be cut to £3,850 a year. So, in other words, as soon as someone earns £3,850, £50, they'll see their payments reduced. The income thresh- threshold for those only claiming child tax 
tax credits will be cut from £16,105 to £12,125. Now, the tax credit system costs the government billions of pounds every year and most politicians agree that it does need changing. However, both the Lib Dems and Labour are arguing that the changes will hit the poorest families hardest and won't incentivise people to go to work. And what is happening today? Well, as we heard, an attempt will be made later to block the move when it comes before the House of Lords under this rarely used procedure called a fatal motion. Now, Baroness Meacher, who's tabling the motion, says she wants to be sure the government isn't making a mistake. She wants the government to wait for more evidence from experts about the impact the cuts will have on families before introducing any changes. The government could well lose the vote this afternoon because they don't have a majority in the House of Lords. Uh, and there's also been opposition within the Conservatives. Wasn't there a young lady, um, uh, MP, it was her first ever speech in the House of Commons. Parliament? Commons. Parliament? Commons. Commons. And she stood up and she basically just dissed this and yeah, said, well, we, we, need to stop, we need to stop this now. She did. Two Conservative MPs, that, that woman, whose name is completely gone, mm. and Stephen McParland, the MP for Stevenage, he agrees the system does need changing, but he thinks that these plans go too far. I totally agree that we need to reform tax credits for spending £30 billion a year on them. I just don't agree with what this reform is actually doing. So if you're a teaching assistant on about £11,000 a year, you're talking about a 10% loss in your income. And for me, that's um, punishing people who get up and go out to work and are trying to work their way out of poverty that we should be rewarding. Um, <clears throat> there must be some people who think that this is... Um, I don't, I, you know, I don't know enough about this because it doesn't have a direct impact on me I've, and I've, I've been distracted by other things in the past few weeks. I've not really been following this story particularly closely. But there must be... Obviously, there's a lo load of Tories that think this is a great idea. Yeah, they must do. I mean, they're looking at a massive bill, aren't they? So, of course, they're going to do whatever they can to chip away at it. But some people obviously feel that they're going too far here. Oh, well, let's have the travel. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are no major delays on the motorways so far this morning, but there are still roadworks on the M1 in both directions between Junction 12 for Flitwick and 11 for Dunstable. There's a lane closed each way there, so it's expected to get busy later on. On Ampt the Ampthill bypass in both directions in Ampthill, that's been closed for being resurfaced between Station Road and Froghall Road. And the High Street in Waddeston has some temporary traffic lights at the junction for Baker Street, so expect delays there too. But on the train departure boards, there are no delays showing up at the moment. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Yes, Sammy Bruff! Whoa! I wasn't expecting that, but we've got no headlines, so we might as well go with it. Headlines are Lewis Hamilton done won a race and he's still boring. Moped store, what's up? Salesman's like, what up? What's your budget? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know nothing about mopeds. He said, I got the one for you. Follow me. Ooh, it's too real. Chromed out mirror, I don't need a windshield. Banana seat, a canopy on two wheels. 800 cash, that's a hell of a deal. I'm headed downtown. Cruising through the alley. Tiptoeing in the street like ballet. To the ballet, white walls on the wheels like mayonnaise. Dope, my crew is ill, and all we need is two good wins. Got cash in the tank, cash in the bank, and a bad little mama with dirt in my face. I'ma lick that, stick that, break her off, kick that, snuck her in backstage. You don't need a wristband. Dope, killing the game, about to catch a body. Past the heartbeat, Dookie on the Ducati, Timberland, Calais, Scott Storch, Birdman, go. Man, everybody got Bugattis, but I'ma keep a hell in 1987. Head into the dealership and drop a stack in Kappa Kawasaki. I'm stunning on everybody. Hella raw pesto wasabi. I'm so low that my cajones almost dragging on the concrete. My seat is leather. I ride a mine, it's pleather. But girl, we can still ride together. You don't need an Uber. You don't need a cab. Forget a bus pass. You got a moped, man. She got 1988 Mariah Carey hair. Very rare. Mom jeans on her derriere. Throwing up the west side as we tear in the air. Stop by Pipe Place. Throwing fish to a pie. Downtown. 
It's me, the M, the A, C, the K. Sounding like a French pimp thump back in the day. I take her to Pontaray and I watch her skate. I mean, water ski, Ollie, Ollie, oxen free. I'm perusing down forth and they watching me. I do a headstand and eagle lands on my seat. Well, hello, but baby, the kickstand ain't free. Now, do you or do you not wanna ride with me? I got one girl, I got two wheels. She a big girl, that ain't a big deal. I like a big girl, I like them sassy. Going down a back street, listening to Black Street. Running around the whole town. Neighbors yelling at me like you need to slow down. Going 38, Dan. Chill yourself out. Mow your damn lawn and sit the hell down. If I only had one helmet, I would give it to you. Give it to you. Cruising down Broadway, girl. What a wonderful view. Wonderful view. There's layers to this ish player. Tear my suit. Tear my suit. Let my coattail drag, but I ain't tearing my suit. Tear my suit. Just arrived, guys, on BBC Three Counties Radio. The show has just arrived in the form of newspapers. Morning, Daley. Good morning, Giza. Okay, so it's a really powerful week, um, yeah. and if if we don't get mentioned in the uh, weekly uh, best bits of the region uh, local radio highlights from uh, Mr. Holdsworth this week, then boy oh boy, there's no justice. And let's just say he better yep. watch out when he puts his shoes on next week. Absolutely. Uh, Kelly Betts is leaving. That's happening. Mm-hmm. That's a done yep. deal. She's going. She's going. Yep. I've checked. I've checked the paperwork. It's all official. We can't stop her. She's going. Friday's our last day. That's it. She's gone. She's gone. <sighs> She's dead to me. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. Yeah. Boy, that's harsh. That's harsh. You're not dead to me. <laughs> um, and but so that that's the the um, it's basically it's an emotional sandwich. No, it's an emotional week sandwich, right? Yes. Yes. I'm um, the meat. You guys are the two veg. No, the two slices oh. of bread. Okay. So Kelly, you're you're. I've really got lost in this metaphor very very mm, early on. I'm, I'm, I'm the relish because I'm only here like two days. Exactly. You're you're the mayo, and yeah. I'm holding the mayo, the Simon Mayo by the Gohones. Wow. I wonder, hey, if any, I wonder if anyone's gone up to Simon Mayo and said, "Hold the mayo." I wonder if I, I wonder if Simon one of Simon Mayo's partners in the bedroom has um, <laughs> been about to perform an act and said, "Do you mind if I hold the mayo?" Giza. Yes, Justin. I'm slightly concerned. Are you saying, and I just want to get this absolutely clear, yeah. because this is not 1970s BBC, are you saying that, that, that Kelly is the filling and we're the bread on either no, no, side? No, no, I'm the filling. Oh, you're the filling. Okay. You're, the, you're the bread. Hey, listen, right. equal opportunities at the BBC yeah, now. Now yeah. we're not allowed to touch them. Yeah. We're allowed to look at them. <laughs> equal opportunities. So, Kelly's emotional slice of bread is that she's leaving Friday's her last show. Mm. Um, but your emotional slice of bread is... You turned 40 yesterday. No, I did not. No, 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 I didn't. (laughs) I did not turn 40. 41? 
No. 42? No. 43? Nope. 44. 57? Guys, tone it down, the lot of you. 35. <laughs> and a bit. All right, Just. All right, we'll play that No, game. seriously, 35. <laughs> He's and, funny, though, And just it? to say, I didn't send you a birthday card or give you a birthday card because yeah. you know I don't do that. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was disappointed. Yep, yep, and yep I thought Then I thought, you know what, you better watch your shoes. But on the flip shoes. side to that, on the flip side, I thought, yeah. you know, respect to you, because you've yeah. been on air a few times saying, I don't believe in birthday cards, don't I do don't it. believe in Christmas cards, and uh, you, you've sucked to your principles. I, d- I do not do it, Justin, mm. and I wasn't... I wasn't. Mm, if I no. gave you a birthday card, that would be meaningless. Yeah. So, so do you... Can I just get this right as well? You, you don't believe in giving birthday presents or Christmas presents. Is that also correct? Hmm? Now, I see what you're doing mm. there. I yeah. see what you're doing, doing mm. there. This is awkward. Mm. This, well, yep. It's only awkward for him, because he's made it awkward for himself. OK, yeah. I see what you're doing there. Yeah. Your birthday present is on its way. Oh, right, OK, so there is one. OK, that's fine. But it because Amazon Prime, you only get it the next day, so mm. you probably won't get it till Wednesday now. That's fair enough. As long as it arrives, that's fair enough. Fair play to you. But mm. I'm of two oh. minds to cancel it, even though technically I haven't actually ordered it yet. <laughs> Right. Because you you've kind of expected a birthday present. No, I haven't expected one. It was simply a question. I said to you, do you not believe in birthday presents or Christmas presents? That that was a question not aimed at me. You took that how you wanted to take it. Okay. And remind Didn't me what you? you got me for my birthday. Uh, I got you love. Oh. You see, I mean, this is what we're dealing with. I'll get you. A, I'll that's, get you. A, that's priceless, mate. I'll you can't go on Amazon for love. I will get you. <laughs> well, you actually, get, not why yet, don't you, you get him love? Yeah, okay, I'm giving you love. I'm giving you I'm gonna give you lots of loving later on today. Oh dear. As, as long as you mean it. That well, okay, right, that, that causes a problem. Um okay. we'll come up with something. Okay. Oh, oh, three four five nine four double five five double five. I'm right not to give birthday cards. It's a waste of ca- Ah, I tell you what Oh god, I'm, I'm bloody good. I'm learning, Justin. I'm gradually <laughs> learning. I tell you what I might get you, Justin. Yeah, come on. A nice bit of fur. But I won't be getting it from St Albans because St Albans Council have voted to ban the sale of some types of fur. Maybe I'll get you another type of fur. The move comes after one official found badger and fox skins... Fox skins. Fox skins. Fox skins. I can't... Fox... Say it for me, Catherine. Fox skins. (laughs) On sale... This this sentence this sentence is insane. Have you read this sentence? At a recent medieval market. There's an oxymoron. <laughs> Both of us showing off we know what oxymoron means. At a recent medieval market, the new ban will prevent the sale of all fur unless it's a byproduct of the food trade. And that does include foxkins. Justin Dilly's got more. Um, this was sparked by the medieval fair, was it? Yes, that's right. Uh, St Albans District Council organised a medieval fair. Uh, One of the stalls had fox and badger hides, furs and tails for sale. So animal rights groups... Tails for sale, anybody? (laughs) Tails for sale. Animal rights groups, they took pictures of the stall and, as you can imagine, they expressed their disgust. Uh, London Colney Labour councillor Dreda Gordon uh, also felt it was inappropriate, so attempted to get the animal furs banned at all of these future markets. What happened in council this week? Uh, 
Uh, uh, Councillor Gordon uh, wanted the banning of fur to be added to the very short list of goods already barred from local markets, such as, as you would imagine, illegal and counterfeit items. But the Conservatives pushed for a watered-down version of the ban. Councillor Berwick Reid argued for an amendment which would only allow the sale of fur, which is a byproduct of the food industry. Now, this amendment was passed narrowly by 26 to 25, allowing the continued sale of fur when the animal is killed for meat. So effectively uh, banning the sale of badger and fox pets but allowing rabbit fur for example. What's been the reaction? <laughs> the reaction. Uh, Harpershire Animal Rights said that they were very disappointed not to see all of the fur banned. Uh, they say that the current sale is unenforceable, arguing that you can't prove that the animal the fur was from was not eaten. They also say there are several regular market stalls selling fur from rabbits and that will continue. They're not happy. You know what? It's something when I was a young idealist, I used to be dead against all of uh, the fur trade and all of that stuff. I used to be dead against it. As I get older, I kind of think, uh, you know, in some parts of the world, when I went to Canada, I mean, this is years ago, they're all wearing furs. And, I, and again, I was a young idealist then. I think, oh, this is disgusting. But Flipping freezing in Canada, like proper, proper freezing in Canada, and fur keeps you warm. Yeah, it does. I, mean, I just don't, I'm not, I think, do you know what? There are bigger battles to be fought than this one. I don't agree with it personally. When I worked in London, I used to work next door to a fur shop, and that was on Regent Street, believe it or not. Yes, a fur shop on Regent yeah, Street, yeah, yeah. Just, just off the main oh, high yeah. street there. And uh, they always used to say, oh, that there could be protests outside the shop, there could be people putting the windows through. Nothing ever happened. I didn't see anything there at all. Well, there was a big thing, wasn't there? I guess, uh, I'm going to say late 80s, early 90s, where it was um, fashionable if you saw someone with fur to, put, to pour red paint over them. Yeah, um, yeah. I wouldn't wear it. Uh, myself, um, but uh, as a, now as a 42-year-old man, and my opinion may change again. It's changed already. Mm. I'm not. I'm not that fussed by it. In fact, you know, if I was somewhere really, 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 really cold, and someone offered me like a, a furry muff or something, I would slip inside it without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Catherine, would you, would you? No, I don't like the thought of it, but that's because I grew up in that generation where it was just thought of as being nasty. But then again, I wear sheepskin, and that's the same stuff. Sheepskin isn't it? is leather. Is leather a byproduct, or a, yeah. is a byproduct? Is it so we can yeah. get away with that? You wear sheepskin? Yeah. Got sheepskin gloves, haven't I? Like well, that's Like old lady ones. Exactly. Well, well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Yeah, but it's wool rather than being fur. Well, hang on a minute. I don't when like we, the texture of When we say sheepskin, do you mean wool or do you mean their skin? Well, it's the skin with the wool still attached, isn't it? So you wear wool? No, sheepskin. <laughs> I'm confused. Kelly, what's... Is sheepskin different from wool? Yeah. It's wool and skin. <laughs> <laughs> I've no idea. J Justin? Um, I think I think it's I think it's slightly different. I think animal rights activists wouldn't be happy with sheep skin. Right. So we should um, pour red paint over Catherine's fingers. Well, yeah, let's, let's, do let's, it. Let's, let's have a look at everyone's shoes after that. I mean, where does no, it end? No byproduct. You just said there's a byproduct, mate. So that's it's not always a byproduct. You, well, you what is wrong with you today? I just said <laughs> is leather a byproduct? You went yeah. You went aye. It yeah, is. Yeah, mostly right. But if you buy dead expensive <laughs> shoes, it's from animals where they're completely on. You know, they're looked after, so they're not. So, you, so they're see, not going to be ripped like apart a, by butchers. You'd see a pig walking around with like shoe uh, the size of the shape of a shoe in its side. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm so confused. Well, yes, we're making light of it, Justin. But hey, important stuff today. Yeah, come on. What have you got for us? Celebrity Westcott's. Yep. <laughs>
<laughs> I've been I've become obsessed by Simon and Garfunkel, right? Obsessed. Watch the brilliant uh, live in Central Park concert uh, on DVD. It's a brilliant it's a brilliant concert, right? 1981, nine months after John Lennon's been shot. Paul Paul Simon's singing a song about John Lennon being shot. Right, yeah. and then a bloke, a bloke rushes towards him on the stage and gets picked up by security. Yeah, bloke going, I just want to talk to you, Paul. And he gets picked up, and it's an incredible video. Anyway, Art Garfunkel always wears a waistcoat and a wig. Yep. It turns out, Google Art Garfunkel sans wig. It's a oh, treat. Incredible, isn't it? It's a treat. Um, but I, 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 I want to start wearing waistcoats, just. Yep, but I just yep. know that I can't because you'll get laughed at. Well, do you know what? I, I wore a waistcoat on Thursday evening and I wore it in a, a restaurant and uh, two people came up to me saying, excuse me, sir, where can I find the toilets? Because, <laughs> because they, thought I, they thought I was a waiter. Oh, dearly. Take, take it to the streets. Let's find if we, anyone who's brave enough to wear a waistcoat and can we get the list of celebrity waistcoat wearers? Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 is slow southbound from Junction 12 for Flitwick to 11 for Dunstable and it's also looking busy um, between Junction 10 for Luton Airport and 7 for Hemel Hempstead as well. And on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 21 for the M1 and 19 for Watford, it's starting to build up there too. In Chesham Boys on the A416, there's temporary traffic lights at Clifton Road by the Beacon School, so that could cause some delays when it starts to get busier. And also there's roadworks on Marlow Hill and High Wycombe at the junction for Wordsworth Road, so that's outside the John Hampton School, so expect some delays there too. But there's no reports problems on the train so far this morning. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Balls, excuse, excuse me, Tony. Excuse me, Tony. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Let's skip this. Hang on, I've got to do it all manually. On BBC One. No. Mr Khan, is it? No. That. That. No. Oh, don't worry. Hey, Tony, don't worry. Um, this should be... No, flipping. Oh, flipping. Hang, no. hang on a second. Hang on a second. Um... Yes, this is it. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 6.30, I'm Tony Fisher, The Headlines. The government's facing a possible defeat in the Lords on its plans to cut tax credits. Critics say three million families stand to lose an average of £1,000 a year, but the government insists the loss will be offset by other measures, including a higher minimum wage. A controlled explosion is due to take place this morning on a suspected World War II bomb which was found in a garden in Potter's Bar. Police received a report yesterday afternoon to an unexploded device in Park Avenue. Leaders from Central European and Balkan countries have agreed a new plan to help tackle the migration crisis. It includes providing food and temporary shelter for 100,000 people in Greece and a number of Balkan states. And police investigating the death of a teenager in St Albans over the weekend have made two further arrests. A man aged 19 was arrested on suspicion of murder on Saturday and taken into police custody. And yesterday, a 26-year-old man was also arrested on suspicion of murder. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Half-Jazz Lewis Hamilton has secured a second successive Formula One title with victory in a dramatic US Grand Prix. He's become the first British driver to win back-to-back Formula One World Championship titles. Here's the winning moment as described by correspondent James Allen. It's going to work out pretty nicely as it has all season for Lewis Hamilton. What an extraordinary American Grand Prix. He wins the race and he becomes a three-time Formula One world champion. He equals Senna. He equals Jackie Stewart. It's the result he dreamt of. He thought it wasn't going to come his way, but he's done it. 
In the Rugby World Cup, Australia will play New Zealand in the final after they beat Argentina 29 points to 15 in a tense semi-final encounter at Twickenham yesterday. Adam Ashley Cooper scored a hat-trick for the Wallabies to send his side into their fourth World Cup final. Both nations will be aiming to win the World Cup for a third time. In football, Watford are up to 13th after Saturday's 2-0 victory away at Stoke City and skipper Troy Deeney was delighted with his first Premier League goal. Yeah, it was a decent day out, wasn't it? It was, it was good fun. Obviously, to score the first goal is obviously important, but team winning is more important. I've said that on many occasions now. And, uh, yeah, a bit of good fun. don't think goal we had too much to do and as a team, we worked really hard, so could have scored a few more, obviously, if we were better on the break, but, you know, that's just being greedy, isn't it? Manchester City moved above Arsenal to the top of the Premier League on goal difference after a 0-0 draw against Manchester United in the 170th derby at Old Trafford. United stay fourth. It took 82 minutes for either side to register a shot on target. In cricket, Pakistan required just seven more England wickets this morning to win the second test in Dubai and go 1-0 up in the three-match series, set a test record 491 to win. England resumed this morning on 130 for three with Joe Root and Johnny Bairstow, the men in. Finally, the FA Cup, the draw for the first round, takes place tonight. Our League Two clubs, Luton, Stevenage and Wickham, along with our non-league sides, Borehamwood, Chesham and St Albans, will all be in the hat. Those are the news and sport headlines. Next full bulletin is at seven.
There's a kink song and a half. There's a kink song and a half. And my tortured relationship... So, tortured relationship with the kinks to one side. I've become obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with the Simon and indeed the Garfunkel. And I did spend all of Saturday evening... Great to have you back, Kels. Thanks, Blair. All of Saturday evening, um, Googling videos and pictures of Art Garfunkel sans wig. It's a, it's so weird! Mm. And I want to know when the wig started. I think the wig started much earlier than we than we think. I'm going to say even the very, very... I, I, I think he's wearing a wig in the 1981 concert in Central Park. Okay. I'll lend you the DVD tomorrow. Right, and you I'll You can have a do look. your investigation. see if I can see the joint. So I bought, um, I bought this brilliant box set, Kells. Simon and Garfunkel. It's called Simon and Garfunkel, all the bloody records, right? And it's every album they've ever made, 33 quid. 12 albums, 33 quid. One of them's a double... No, wow. something like that. Anyway. Mm. And it's got a book. Oh, it's got a book. It's flipping brilliant. Flipping brilliant, right? So then, uh, um, I'm getting obsessed now. So now I've bought every album that Paul Simon's ever released. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's dangerous territory. Or even Rhythm of the Saints. Uh, this is the Rhythm of the Saints. Even that Crying Simon. No, mm. Rhyme and Simon. Here come Rhyme and Simon. Mm. Don't rhyme, Paul. Oh, man. Oh, man, they're so bad. And that's how Michael Jackson got the idea for the song bad. <laughs> Because Paul Simon sounds like him when I do him. Um, it's, mm? Yes, it's even got to him. What's the song he does? A wumbo way, a wumbo way, a wumbo way. The one we went to Africa. A wumbo way, a wumbo way. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the silence sleeps tonight. <laughs> nice Is it not Hanks? Diamonds on the soles of her shoes. A wumbo way, 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 a Literally got no content for the show. That's why me and Kels are singing a Wimbleway. That's not even the song. What is the. Oh, I know it is. Bone digger, bone digger. <laughs> oh, can you, record, um, can you record me saying bone digger yeah. twice and then mm-hmm. send it to me and then that's going to be my um, text alert? Here we go. <clears throat> my new text alert. Bone digger, bone digger. If you can send that to me. Yeah, there's, do that my, now. there's my new text alert. Could you, it, could you do it again, but just with less sarcasm? <laughs> By the way, guys, we have literally got no content for the show. The papers have just turned up, and boy, they're um, they're empty. If you want us to record um, any text alerts for you, just let us know. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Let us know, and uh, we will be more than happy to do that. More than happy, more than happy to happy. do that. My new text alert is. I'll wait for you to send it. Yeah, I'll send it now. No, thank it's you, Blair. Such exciting times. Excitement. Hey, speaking of perverts. Yeah. There's loads of them. I hate... This is right. If God had wanted us to be nude, he wouldn't have invented sweatshops in India. Wow. Right? Gosh. He wouldn't have made those children work for tuppence an hour to make out excellent clothes from all of the high street stores. You don't think it's the other fella making them do that? No, no. They wouldn't want to do it. If they didn't want to do it. I'm not sure they do want to do it. So people who don't wear clothes make me want to puke with their perversion. The big stripper is the headline. Oh, gosh. Fun lovers bear all in a bid to set a new nude fair ride record. There's there's so many words in that (laughs) sentence that are wrong and disgusting. The 57, basically it's a picture of 57 nudists, and what a surprise. They've put the half-decent-looking girl at the front, the rest, oh, I can see a boob. The rest (laughs) are all utter munters, the men and the women. Let me have a look, because, you know. They Basically, they're all on a fairground ride on a loop-de-loop. What do you call a loop-de-loop? Skyscraper, roller coaster. They're all on a roller coaster, naked, right? 
Oh, naked. I, I hope they're all sitting on towels. Well, I think someone's got to go down with a, um, a what's it call it, a septic wipe, antiseptic wipe. Can you get septic wipes? Dental wipes. There we go. <laughs> Is that septic or antiseptic? Anti. So can you get a septic wipe where it's just germs? Yeah, if you use a Dettol wipe a lot and then carry on using it, then it becomes that. Here's the thing. Imagine it? using a Dettol wipe for a week, right, and then squeezing the contents uh, into a glass uh, and then drinking it. Uh, I dares ya. Double dares ya. Triple dares ya. You didn't do it, loser. Mm. Um, these perverts, so they're doing this. The 57 who took part in Southend Essex failed to beat the record of 102. Now, here's the bit we're not supposed... Here's why we can't criticise them. They still raised £10,000 for a cancer charity. No, do you know what? If I was a charity, I'd say, I don't want your dirty money. That's like um, some charities when Savile died and it came out that he was... <clears throat> um, they, they, they handed the money back. They said, no, we don't want the money. Now, I'm not saying these people are as bad as Savile, but they are perverts and they should not be allowed to... to, to uh, this is disgusting. Just make a donation. I don't need to see your thingy. Or your... What's it? What if they're on a roller coaster? I can see two naked. nipples, and they were two feminine nipples. Hmm? And a bee flies at them and stings all of their bits. Here's the here's the thing. <laughs> that would be terrible, here's wouldn't the, it? It would be terrible. It would be literally awful. Here's the thing, guys, and I'm I'm prepared to say this out loud. The bee sting thing is a myth. What do you mean? It's a myth. What thing? The bee sting thing. What being stung by a bee is a myth. Mm-hmm. Explain. I've been stung by a bee. No, I mean. <laughs> They can sting. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Don't hurt. It flipping does. It doesn't! you talking it doesn't. about... It hurts. No, it's, it's a sting. I agree. It's a, sti- yeah. it's a sting. It it's hurts not... when you're a child. I was a child. It, if it really hurt, it'll be but called... it doesn't the, anymore. It'll be called, like, the, the, the bee stab. Oh, a bee stabbed me! <laughs> oh, flip it, stabbed me! It didn't... Oh, the bee stung me. Oh. In recent times, I got stung on the bum by a wasp, and it wasn't as... As sore as I remember. Can I ask, why was your anus exposed? Um, I was wearing a skirt and the wasp knew. Cheeky. Flew up it. Cheeky wasp. Cheeky, Cheeky wasp. wasp. And all the truckers are thinking, Corblani. Oh, to be a wasp. Oh, to be <laughs> Oh, to be a wasp flying up Kelly's skirt. Um, it just It's just a sting. It's nothing. Get over it. Deal with it. I did, mate. No, I'm not. No, I'm not telling right. you. Sorry, I'm telling the other, the, the, yeah. the, the, telling the, the toddlers. Deal with it. Get <laughs> over it. For crying out loud. Here's what you don't see enough these days: Chinese men with bee beards. Ever seen a bee beard? No. Oh, yeah. you've seen the bee a bee beard. Yeah. Big in the 80s, right? When we didn't have the internet or YouTube, they'd make a beard out of bees, so their face would be covered in bees, and it would come all down their chest. I tell you what, we're going to do. Um, we're going to. Can we get some bees? And can we get Dealey? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll find you a bee beard. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's slow on the M1 southbound from Junction 12 for Flittick to 11 for Dunstable where the roadworks are. And on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 21 for the M1 and 19 for Watford it's starting to build up. In St Albans on the North Orbital Road there's a lane close there each way for roadworks between the Park Street roundabout and the London Coney roundabout. But it's not looking too busy yet so far this morning. And the A1 is starting to build up southbound though between the Holiday Inn and the Stirling Corner. On the train departure boards there are no delays showing up but on the underground the Bakerloo line has minor delays between Stonebridge. Park and Harrow and Wilson. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you very much indeed. Six 
45. It's uh, Monday, the 26th of October. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The government is facing a possible uh, defeat in the Lords on its plans to cut tax credits. A controlled explosion is due to take place this morning on a suspected World War II bomb, which was found bone in a... Digger, oh, bone digger. In a garden in Potter's Park. I myself <laughs> I've been sat here pressing that button for the last 20 seconds going, why is it not working? And then suddenly it does. I mean, I've been waiting for a text for the last 20 seconds and suddenly I've got one. Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton is closing my headlines again! Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello there. We've got a generally cloudier day today. Some bright or even sunny spells, though, at times. Uh, mainly dry, becoming breezy with a southeasterly wind and temperatures reaching 14 degrees Celsius. Cloud builds through the night, but otherwise it's pretty quiet. Um, we are heading into a milder period this week, particularly overnight. So temperatures only getting down to about 10 degrees Celsius. Um, a cloudy start to tomorrow, but it does brighten up to more sunshine later on. And then we have rain in the evening. Temperatures up to 17 degrees Celsius tomorrow. So very warm for the time of year and we continue with that mild theme for much of the week but there's always going to be a bit of a breeze around Wednesday where the rain continues in the morning with a few showers in the afternoon once it clears a drizzly rain around on Thursday and then a very wet day on Friday after a chilly start with some mist and fog patches that's your latest forecast music for your afternoon.
I've just seen Glen Campbell's name on my uh, my iPlayer, my computer. I watched that Glen Campbell documentary yesterday. Oh, I've been, I've been, I've been putting off watching it for ages because I know it was going to be hard work. Oh, within 30 seconds, in the first. Oh, so not finished. Sorry, that's all. In the first 30 seconds, I was I was in floods of tears. The first 30 seconds is him watching home movies with his wife, who um, you get to see a nice little bit of side boob from her later on in the film wow. as well. Yeah, I know. I was, I, they just put that in just to lighten the mood a bit. How old is she? Oh, you can't tell because I, you oh, can't. Right. Tell. I met her. She's so delightful. She's so. Del- I met one interview Glen Campbell, and he was the PR said, "Oh, don't worry, he's got Alzheimer's, but it's really early stages. You won't notice." Oh, excuse me. So, how did you meet Jimmy Webb? Jimmy who? Okay, right. And she, he would defer to her, and she said, "Well, you remember, Glenn? You met Jimmy doing this." When I left the interview, I've, I've said this story on Twitter. When I left the interview with Glenn Campbell, so it's me and my producer at the time, Eloise, and Glenn and his wife doing the interview. And in the next room, it's like some members of his band and his manager, and I think maybe even his daughter was there. And we left. It was in a hotel. We left the room, and we're walking out. And Glenn start. Glenn's walking with us, and we said, "All right, Glenn. We listen. We finished now, mate. You could. Am I coming with you?" I said, "No, no, no, Glenn." Those are your people over there. That's your wife. That's your band. Oh, I'm with those guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bright, we all, uh, Eloise and I left and we both went and had a, a little tear in our eye. It was the saddest thing. Anyway, I watched the documentary yesterday. The first 30 seconds, he's watching home movies, right? He says to his wife, who's that? She goes, that's you, Glenn. Oh. Next, next bit, who's that? That's your eldest daughter, Glenn. Oh, I was gone. Oh, I, I was in floods of tears. Oh. I don't know who that's sadder for. I know it's not competition. But for her continually having to remind him, here's the or thing. Because I then saw him at the Royal Festival Hall, right, and he wasn't very well, and the whole show was teetering, was teetering on on collapse. It could have collapsed at any moment. And there are a couple of bits where he told the same joke three times. All right, that's fair enough. He's playing dueling banjos with his daughter. He completely muffed it up and was in the wrong all over the shop. And he made a joke. Oh, she's always doing this to me. Ho ho ho! It was so tense. You watch this um, show, this this film. And it documents his last tour. And as the tour, it does like 150 shows. As the tour goes on, the concerts get worse oh and worse. There's a bit, a bit, show 56 or something, where he walks out. And it's all the stuff's on autocue. And he's singing Gentle on My Mind. In fact, we're going to play Gentle on My Mind in a second. Why not? Uh, one of his biggest hits. And he's reading it off autocue. And the autocue stops working. So he does the first line. The autocue doesn't move. And he just stands there. And in the middle of the, the song, he goes, What's the, um, the big, um, what's the, the big, the big thing, guys. What's the big thing? And the, the band just falls apart. Oh and someone goes, Glenn, don't worry. The uh, the teleprompter's broken. We're just going to get it fixed. And oh, it hangs like a knife edge. They pull it back. Right. And then the last show he does, it's the saddest thing. He's just he hasn't got a clue where he is. He's playing the wrong solos to the song. So they turn his guitar off. So in the middle of the song, he goes, "This is my concert." Turn the other way that yeah. sometimes people with Alzheimer's get very aggressive. Yeah. This is my concert. Turn my guitar on. I can't hear it. He's singing the wrong song. Oh, it was, oh, it's in floods of tears. But who's going to tell him he's not fit to do it? Oh, then? dearie, dearie me. Floods of tears. We'll have a bit of Glenn in a second. You got any stories for us, Catherine? Well, well there's this thing Glenn that the, the male's making a big deal out of something Dawn French said, and I don't think it's fair. Oh. Dawn French, I can't live with my adopted daughter. We row too much. Okay, her adopted daughter is 24. Oh, yeah, yeah, do you remember yeah. what it was like being 24 and living at home? Um, yeah, I do. It was, it was hellish. There's a reason why people aren't supposed to stay together with their parents into their adult years. You know, hormones kick in and you start wanting to live your own life. You start wanting to 
not be their kid anymore. And, you know, as a parent as well, you see them still as that little girl, don't you? So this is what's going on. But here's what the mail's saying. In the Vicar of Dibley, she was forever smoothing over spats at the parish council. <laughs> then yeah. they did that thing at the end where the, um, the, the girl who was, I think she was, she was, um, she was on a spectrum, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, I think so. Would do a joke. A rubbish joke. Yeah, fun times. Anyway, that was the Vicar of Dibley Daily Mail. That wasn't real life. Oh. In real life, it seems Dawn French struggles to keep the peace with her own daughter. The comedian has admitted that she can no longer live in the same house as Billy, 24, because of their, quote, bizarre relationship that oh. sparks, quote, frequent wars. She even joked that their, quote, would be murder if her daughter hadn't moved out. Oh, so yeah, my mum would say the same She's thing. She's going to murder her own daughter? The 58-year-old said that while they do love each other, they sometimes do not like each other. Yeah, that's called being a mother and daughter, isn't it? And confessed that motherhood has been much more of a challenge than she thought. Yeah, that's called parenthood, isn't it? Wow. Miss French, who's best known for playing Geraldine Granger, in case you'd forgotten that thing about the Vicar of Dibley at the top of this piece, also spoke movingly of her attempts to have children naturally at her recent hysterectomy after a uterine cancer scare. Oh, wow, why did they throw sense. that in? Because she's an adopted daughter. Listen, I, want to, I want to squeeze this song in. I want to squeeze this song in. For six months, Glen Campbell was a touring beach boy and he went and played with... The, he, Brian Wilson, you know, collapsed and uh, Glen Campbell was a beach boy and they wanted to make him a permanent memory. He said, no, I'm going to have a go at doing stuff on my own. So when he left the Beach Boys, Brian Wilson wrote the most amazing song. I said, here you go, this is a gift to you. Uh, it was not a hit, but man, listen to this. The way I act don't seem like me I'm not on top
Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 northbound, vehicle broke down earlier at Junction 7 for Hemel Hempstead, so it's causing it to be queues on the approach there, but it's been moved to the hard shoulder now. And it's slow on the M1 southbound around Junction 10 for Luton Airport, and the M25 is beginning to build up anti-clockwise between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 15 for the M4. In Watford, exchange roads very busy around the junction for Beach and Grove, and also on the trains. The 727 service from Milton Keynes Central to Manchester Piccadilly has been cancelled. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties. Sammy, thank you very much. So, famous waistcoat wearers. The lyrics just should be coming round the mountain. Oh, and when is it kicked off in a concert? We'll have that as well. BBC Three Counties Radio. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 7 o'clock, I'm Tony Fisher. The headlines, possible defeat in the Lords on government plans to cut tax credits, World War II bomb found in Hertfordshire Garden and Lewis Hamilton wins Formula One World Championship. BBC Three Counties Radio. The House of Lords will debate today whether to delay the government's proposed cuts to tax credits. An attempt will be made to block the move under a procedure called a fatal motion. Baroness Meacher, who's tabling the motion, says she wants the changes to be put on hold until they can be sure the government isn't making a mistake. Ollie Bayliss has more. The government are hoping to reduce the income threshold for claiming both working tax credit and child tax credit. The Conservatives argue that the change, which is planned for April next year, will save taxpayers £15 billion a year. Critics say that it will mean more than 3 million people in work will lose out and that people will be incentivised not to seek employment. A controlled explosion is due to take place around now on a suspected World War II bomb which was found in a garden in Potter's Bar. Police received a report yesterday afternoon to an unexploded device in Park Avenue. It was moved away from properties in the area to a field nearby where the controlled explosion is taking place. Cordon has been set up around the garden. European leaders meeting in Brussels have agreed to create 100,000 new places in refugee reception centres for people attempting to reach the EU through the Western Balkans. Half the new places will be in Greece. The emergency summit also agreed to strengthen border controls and to improve cooperation. European Commission President Jean-Claude Juncker said countries must stop waving migrants through to neighbouring states. The only way to restore order to the situation is to slow down the uncontrolled flows of people. The policy of waving through people to neighbouring countries has to stop. I want to be clear. People must be registered. No registration, no rights. St Albans Council has voted to ban the sale of some fur items on its land. The issue was raised after badger and fox skins were put on sale at a recent medieval market. The new ban will prevent the sale of all fur unless it's a by-product of the food trade. But Hertfordshire Animal Rights say this doesn't go far enough. The World Health Organisation will reveal this morning whether some meats should be classed as carcinogens. The agency has been reviewing evidence on whether red and processed meats increase the risk of cancers. In sport, Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton has won the Formula One Drivers' Championship for the third time. The driver, who grew up in Stevenage, won the US Grand Prix to take the title. Local councillor and former Mayor Shoma Batson appealed to Lewis to come to his hometown and celebrate. It's quite a difficult thing to come back as often as he would like, but we're really hoping that he will find some time to come and celebrate. We want to share it with him. You know, we want to really big him up and say, yes, you know, boy, you've done good. You've done it. You've done really good. You've done it, and we love you for it. 
and we're supportive and everything. But it would be nice for him to get here. Hopefully he will this time. Finally, the weather, dry and bright with occasional sunny spells. Top temperature, 14 degrees Celsius. Get the latest news and sport online, bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Warren's uh, angry on uh, Facebook about something that hasn't even happened. From 8.20 tomorrow, will anyone from the fur trade or any furriers in Hertfordshire be on the show tomorrow? Or will it just be Hertfordshire Animal Rights? A one-way talk. Have you spoken to any furriers in Hertfordshire at all? Why are you so angry? (laughs) Warren, calm down. Listen at 8.20 and find out, mate. I don't know why you're so angry about something that hasn't happened, dude. What's up? (laughs) This is Warren on uh, Facebook, right? Um, Because we're talking about the fur thing later on, right? Oh, here we go. Warren's furious. From 8.20 tomorrow, will anyone from the fur trade or any furriers in Hertfordshire be on the show tomorrow? Or will it just be Hertfordshire Animal Rights and One Way Talk? Have you spoken to any furriers in Hertfordshire at all? Listen at 8.20, Warren, and find out. Why are you getting angry about something that hasn't happened yet? Why are you being so presumptive, you plum? We would never do a one-sided biased story without any input from the other side, would we? Oh, hang on a second, I'll lead. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Just, just Warren, chill out, dude. Chill I, out. I've got a feeling it's going to be one of those, though, that has repercussions, you know, for people who've not listened to it, hearing mm. things <laughs> from others. Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. It's, it's an odd show today. It often is an odd show. Um, ever kicked off at a concert you've been to or a show? Celebrity Westcoat wearers? I want anything, anything. Anything that you fancy, guys. 03-459-455-555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Okie dokie. So, fur, fur, fur everywhere and not a drop to wear. St Albans Council have voted to ban the sale of some types of fur. The issue was raised after badger and foxskins were put on... Foxskins... Nope were put on sale at a recent medieval market. The new, I would ban medieval markets. I bet they're flipping awful. The new ban will prevent the sale of fur, all fur, unless it's a byproduct of the food trade. Hertfordshire Animal Rights says it doesn't go far enough. Well, Labour councillor Dreda Gordon proposed a full ban to St Albans. Dreda, thanks for coming on. Uh, how did this all come about? Uh, good morning. Right, um, well... Uh during a, a walk through St Albans Market last summer, um, I came across his medieval market and was quite shocked to see that they had uh, a badger skin and some fox um, pelts for sale. Uh, so I brought this up at the council um, to ask and asked if there was any uh, ban on certain products um, on the market. And I was quite surprised to find out that um, basically the only things that you're not allowed to sell on St Albans Market are counterfeit goods and obviously anything that's illegal. So um, to that um, short list, I asked at a full council meeting a couple of weeks ago if it could be added um, fur products 
and anything that was trimmed with fur. Why? Um, because I don't believe that uh, in this day and age that we, we need to be skinning animals for, for their pelts. Yeah. Uh, there's faux fur is, is very good quality. Yeah. It's more or less indiscernible from the real thing these days. But so I suppose if you're, if you're coming from that point of view as a vegetarian, yeah. I can understand that. But is it fair for you to impose your vegetarian and... Um, I'm assuming you are a vegetarian, Drida. No, I'm not a vegetarian. Oh. oh. Well, then but, you're but a hypocrite. I don't, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't eat fox. No, OK, but I, I you, think it's acceptable, I, I you, you think it's acceptable to, to line up animals, give them electric shock and put a bolt through their head but, and, and eat them, but you don't think it's acceptable for some people to wear them? just seems a bit of a contradiction there. Well, not really. Um, I do eat yeah. meat products um, because we need to eat to stay alive. You don't need to I eat mean, meat, and some of that fake meat yeah. these days is so authentic. Mm. That, that, that is true, mm. that uh, one does not eat need to eat meat no. to stay alive. <clears throat> But you don't need to eat, um, you don't need to wear fur to stay alive. No, and you don't need to eat meat to stay alive. And there is loads of fake meat. That, that fake in bacon stuff is awesome. Linda McCartney, fantastic. So there is, there is a contradiction, isn't there? Well, sure, that, that's true. That, that, is a, that is a failing and a weakness. And I guess perhaps um, I should consider a vegetarian lifestyle. No, 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 I'm not just saying that. I'm just saying maybe you should consider not being a hypocrite. Well, I don't believe that's hypocritical. I, I, well, you may not, but it is. I, I think it's entirely different wearing an animal's skin for decorative purposes than actually eating meat. I, th- I think they're two separate issues. Well, you, you may do, but, but, but obviously they're not. You're, you're killing animals when it's unnecessary to do so for your own satisfaction, whether it's to keep you warm or to, f- to fill your belly. It's, it's, both, it's both unnecessary, isn't it? No. I, 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 I'll go along with the um, premise that perhaps in an ideal world that we wouldn't be meat eaters but well, you don't well, you don't you don't need to it is but, an ideal world you, you don't, don't need to be you, a meat eater but you don't need to wear animal furs exactly you yeah and you don't need to be a meat eater so yet you do you do you you, you decide um, on behalf of other people that one is acceptable and one is unacceptable and i just wondered how you reached that 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 um that conclusion because i i don't understand it um because, as I've said before, eating meat is quite a different thing Explain from to me how an animal fur. Explain to me how. Because people need to eat to stay No, 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 we've just, we've, really, we've just agreed that we don't need to eat meat, do we? <laughs> um, well, certain, there's certain schools of thought that think that you get nutrients from meat that you can't really get from... Yeah, no, but, but, but vegetarians... Veg- I was a vegetarian for 26 years, I'm not now... But, uh, but vegetarians lead very healthy, successful lives and they don't eat meat. And they would argue, some of them would argue, that, 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 that you know, it's just as cruel to put a bolt through a cow's head uh, to, to make burgers as it is to do whatever it is they do to, um, you know, animals to get their fur. OK, well, I think we're going to have to agree to differ on this one. Oh, I but, hate that. That's such a cop-out, isn't it, that line? Is it? Oh, is it yeah, really? agree to disagree. I think but, it's such a cop-out, yeah. But I, I wasn't asking that St Albans Market banned the sale of meat products. Exactly, exactly. I was exactly. asking them exactly. to ban and that's the, the point. sale of animal skins for decorative purposes for people to wear. Well, it's wear not necessarily decorative. decorative. It's, to keep, it's to keep warm. In some parts of the world, of course, when I was in the same one, as in Canada, it's freezing up there. Um, and, they, you know, they, they're justified to wear furs because it's so cold. 
But that's true, they do wear, and, and in places like Russia as well. I'm talking about for decorative purposes, for gloves trimmed with rabbit skin. For, Fur's um, legal, isn't it? Fur is legal. So I just wonder why you want to stop local businesses from, from you know, making a few quid where they can. They're not doing anything illegal. No, that's true, they're not. And um, local businesses um, would be free to carry on selling those type of goods. What I was trying to do was that St Albans Council have some sort of control over the goods that are sold on St Albans Market. Mm. It's kind of a bit wishy-washy, all of this, isn't it? Because um, um, the, the animal rights lot aren't happy about it. You've not really pleased anybody. You, you, you've just wound people up, haven't you? Me, personally, with, my, with the motion that I put before the council. Well, it, it, cause it's, neither one thing, very clear. it's neither one thing or another, is it? I know that the uh, animal rights groups are, are, are unhappy with it and say it doesn't go far enough. They're unhappy with what? Well, with the fact that with you what can... Was actu- with what was actually passed by the council. But, of course, that wasn't what I originally put forward. That was an amendment that um, the Tories put forward on the evening to my very, very simple um, motion, which was just to ban the uh, sale of fur and fur-trimmed products. Now, they came in and messed the whole thing up with this wrecking amendment. In your opinion? In... In my opinion, your colleague's indeed. had to change. A colleague of yours has had to change his phone number, hasn't he? Because he's getting hate calls because this doesn't go far enough. I have no idea. Certainly, certainly not for me, and I wouldn't encourage anybody mm-hmm. to. I wasn't to suggesting be for a secondary that you were making hate calls. <laughs> no, and I and I wouldn't and I wouldn't um, prompt that sort of action from anybody because that's not what this is about. Um, but they came forward with an amendment which was totally unworkable, which says that um, it's. Uh, fur products would be banned unless they're the product of uh, the meat trade. Of, 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 other, of other forms of, of, of murdering yeah. animals yeah. That, that, that you have decided is acceptable? Uh, well, I, I said we all, we all have our weaknesses, Mayor Cooper. Meat eating is mine. But, wow, um, it's a weakness I, now, is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you like, it is a weakness. I prefer to be a vegetarian. It's, 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 well, no, hang on a minute. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not a weakness, it's a choice. It's a choice. <laughs> I, I chose not to eat meat for 26 years, then I chose to eat meat again. It's, it's a choice. It's not a weakness, is it? It's not an addiction. It's not like smoking or heroin. It's not an addiction. You, you, you choose if you're going to eat meat or not today. Well, it's something that perhaps one, one would rather not do. But well, then, then give it up. I, give I, it up. I, I, well, that's... Well, that's a possibility, but I, I don't want to get away from the main issue of my motion, which was the wearing of fur for decorative purposes. What's it got to do with um, you? Um, I'm a St Albans District Councillor. Um, the council run the market. But what's it got to do with um, Dreda Gordon, personally? If I choose to wear fur, I choose not to wear fur. If I choose to wear fur, what's it got to do with you? Uh, well, I don't actually think that a lot of the products that are fur trimmed on St Albans Market are actually labelled as such, so that you wouldn't necessarily know, particularly if a fur's dyed pink or something. Well, why you couldn't you have argued then for, for clearer labelling? Well, Do you see, it just feels like it's, it's a knee-jerk reaction. It's, it's kind of a, you know, a little bit right on and a bit idealist, but not very well thought out. 
Um, well, I mean, there, there's a whole host of things that one wouldn't wish to see on St Albans Market, and I think they're setting up a, a working party to, to look actually look into that. I mean, I was quite shocked when I sort of started doing a bit delving on the fur issue, and remember, that emanated from the medieval market that was took place in St Albans in the summer. But um, I, I was a bit shocked to find out that actually you could sell uh, lads mags, you could sell legal highs, you could sell fireworks, in effect. But there's a whole range of... I bought a load of fireworks at the weekend. Don't go banning um, fireworks now. Why don't you go chasing if you got... Well, again, I don't... On, on St Albans Market, well... No, I bought them in Tesco's. Right. Well, okay. Well, that's that's very different. But again, um, it just it just sounds like. I mean, again, I'm not a fan of lads mags, but what's your problem with lads mags and legal highs? They're legal, you know. So you want to change the law, but if you want to if you want to ch- go and chase something that that is actually potentially more detrimental, well then go. Why don't you go and ban legal highs? Why don't you go and, go and focus on that instead of just a bit of fur? Well, as I said, the whole issue about the fur emanated from my visit to the market when the medieval fair was being held. All right, Drita, listen, we're going to move on. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Labour councillor, Drita Gordon, uh, who proposed a full ban on uh, fur to St Albans Council. It didn't get passed. 03459 455 555, BBC Three Counties Radio. Let's get the track. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are queues on the M1 northbound at Junction 7 from Hempstead after a vehicle broke down earlier. It has been moved up the road now though and the M1 southbound is looking slow from around Junction 12 for Flittick and it's also busy on the A1M southbound now between Junction 8 for Hitchin and 7 for Stevenage. In Farnham Common on Beaconsfield Road there's temporary traffic lights at Barn Close. It's starting to look a little bit busy on the speed sensors and on the train departure boards the 727 train from Milton Key Central to Manchester Piccadilly has been cancelled. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you so much. Also, it's a medieval fair. They're not going to have, um, as Adrian says, I'm sure in medieval days it would have been purely synthetic clothing. Nice bit of nylon. Uh, Do you want authenticity? I mean, honestly, when I was younger, the first thing used to really bug me. Now... Do you know what? I've, I've got bigger battles to fight. I'm not, and I realise it will be, as someone who now eats meat, condones the killing of animals so that I can have a nice bit of steak or a bit of pulled pork, it's kind of hypocritical for me to then say, but we shouldn't kill them for clothing. Oh, 03459 555 These are your headlines. The government is facing a possible defeat in the Lords on its plans to cut tax credits. A controlled explosion is due to take place this morning on a suspected World War II bomb, which was found in a garden in Potter's Bar. And Lewis Hamilton... Every weekday morning. Isn't it nice to have a good discussion about things in a polite way? My opinion is... You make a very valid point. As long as the person can do the job... I don't care. Hence, I'm saying she's completely out of touch. It doesn't always happen like that, though, does it? Well, if you let me speak, I'll let you, I'll, I'll let you know what they are, then. Well, that doesn't prove that an accident's been caused, does it? The JVS Show. My big phone-in every morning from nine gets everybody talking. First of all, I congratulate you. got a very good topic on this morning. I'd like to share some experiences. I'm not going to respond to that statement because I find that quite inflammatory. The JVS Show. Weekdays from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio.
The only place that goes from that one, to this. <laughs> well, hi, that works. It works. It was the wrong button, Kath, but it works. But that works for everything. It... <laughs> everything goes from that to this. Do you know what? Nick, that, that's one of Nick's, and um, that, that is a genius. That is a genius um, line. You're right. It goes from that to this. Ah, oh, man alive. We've got loads of Texas. Let's have some Texas. Go on. Um, first of all, uh, celebrity waistcoats. Oh, ah, we've not really focused on this. Right, celebrity waistcoats. Let, let's, let's get the definitive list. We start with, of course, the Art Garfunkel, right? <laughs> then we move on to the uh, Francis Rossi, okay? Then, of course, we just write snooker. Right, well, exactly. This is what Snuffers has got. Oh, go on, on Snuffers. I mean, there's, there's something that binds all these men, and it's not just their waistcoats. Jimmy White, John Parrott, Steve Davies, Stephen Hendry, John Higgins, Dennis Taylor. They all like um, sinking the brown, which I think is worth three points. I'm trying to remember. Pop, the only way I know... Pop the, the red, then, then screw, screw back, back to for the, the yellow, green, brown, blue, pink and black. Yellow, yeah. green, brown, brown three, three points. Uh, no, two, three, four. Get four more points. for the pink. Four points. It's four points. You do get more for the pick. Uh, six for the pick. And it's the only way a generation of people know the order in which to um, uh, pop your balls. Pop. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Pot your balls um, is from uh, Chaz and Dave. And we heard that song. I think that um, 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 mm, lady who fills in for um, uh, Wally when he's off on his many holidays. Which one? Thordis or Kate Roma? Yeah, the first one. Yeah. Um, I think she. Little? Katie oh, Little. Katie Little. Oh, where I where miss her. I miss Katie no, Little. Sophie Little. Sophie, Sophie Little. I miss Sophie. She was good. I met her once. She was absolutely delightful. Me too. Uh, yeah, no, the, uh, I've never met one. her. I was on a course with her. On how to, I was on a how to do radio course. What, and she never went on air again? <laughs> oh, bless you. She was nice. She? She was funny. funny old business, isn't it? You never get, when someone leaves, guys, listen, let's, let's, let's cards on the table. I'm going to leave here one day. It's going to happen. I'm either going to get the boot, which tends to be the trend. If you look back at my career, it tends to be the trend. Or I'm going to leave. And uh, it'll be very unlikely I get to do my last show here. No one ever does their last show. No one ever does their last because show. Because they're worried that you might do a DLT. Well, what they do on, on the people do on their last show is they either go, yeah, the bosses here are all drones and everybody who works is a drone and a square. Or they say, and that's uh, my last show, but you can listen to me on Capital Gold <laughs> next Monday morning. You know, do, do, do all that. Or you have three hours of people ringing up as if you've died. I hope I get to do my last show. I was thinking it's weird in radio. When I left LBC and when I left Absolute... Um, it was kind of one of those things, I was there one day, I was not there the next day. And I just think it's unfair on the listeners. I think it's weird for the listeners, it's kind of rude. Like I think it's left. weird. And and then also if they phone up and speak to the producer of that slot, oh, you, we, you'll have to uh, send an email to management. And that's, you know, and, and you get all this nonsense about, well, we've um, we've parted mutually. You get an email from management saying, well, we've, we've parted mutually and uh, we wish uh, Ian every success. I had that at the other place. We wish Ian every success. Oh, it was now ended. Well, they're doing this. Yeah, it, it ended, you know, the other place. It ended quite badly, if I'm honest. It, it should have ended nice and it could have ended nice. And I had my last show planned and everything and it was going to be a delight, an embrace, uh, an embracement of riches. Oh, that's a phrase. Write that down. That's the title of my autobiography, an embracement of riches. If, uh, and then second thing to do on your to-do list is find out, is embracement an actual word? It's not. Oh, Third thing to do, scrap that title. 03459 Oh, thank you. Thank you. Whoever's just uh, texted Mick Fleetwood. Snuffers. Snuffers, thank you. Fleetwood, of course. Um, we've also got some uh, words on the fur story. Uh, Crystal says... The fur story? The fur story. What, what was the fur story? The Steve Hurst story? The Steve Hurst story? We've not mentioned Steve Hurst. The first story. The first story. The Fox first story. The first, the Fox story wasn't first. That was the second story. The first story was the bill. Yeah, no, we've changed it. So the first story's first. I'm so confused. Fur why is are first. we doing? Why are we doing 
a story about Steve First. He plays Lenny Beige. So it, it's, a, it's an odd reference to... I don't think the kids are going to dig it. OK, we've got a text on Steve First. Away you go. For, is it from Steve First or is it on Steve First? Crystal. Let's do Steve First first and then we'll do the first story later. Crystal. What does Crystal say about Steve First first? I don't think I want to say anymore. Okie dokie. Thank you very much indeed. Last week on the show, we brought you the news. We're the new Abbott and Costello. That wasn't the news that we brought you. That's the news we're bringing you now. We're the new Abbott and Costello. That's old news. If only I had... Um, no. Last week on the show, we brought you news that Luton Borough Council was considering legal action against London authorities for sending their homeless to the town. A BBC investigation revealed that more than 100 families had been moved to Luton from the capital. Well, what I had forgotten, I did know it, but I'd forgotten, and I was reminded after we spoke to Councillor Tom Shaw from Luton Borough Council is... Luton Borough Council do the same thing. That they... I've got this right, haven't I, Kath? They move people Mm -hmm. out of the area. So Tom Shaw was having to go... uh, Or they offer them homes elsewhere. So Tom Shaw was having to pop at... Was it Waltham Forest or Waltham Abbey? Waltham Waltham Forest. Waltham Forest. Um, But they bought a block of flats. I think that is quite cheeky. We never mentioned that in the story because it was... Anyway. But it turns out that Luton Borough Council are doing the same thing. They're moving... They're they're offering people places all over the place. Well, one woman from Luton got in touch and she told us she's frustrated because the shortage of properties in Luton Borough Council means that she's been offered a place miles away. Wendy's on the line now. Morning, Wendy. Morning. I couldn't believe this when I saw this. Um, Where have Luton Borough Council offered you a place to live? Newcastle. I didn't take it. Okay. Tell us why you needed it. Let's just go back a little bit. Now we've got the uh, the, the, the outrage of being offered a place in Newcastle. What what happened? What, what, where were you living and why did you need help? Right. Um, I was evicted from my home on the 9th of April and I stayed there for oh, just over six months. I moved out on the 15th of October. Um... And they said they had to make a decision. And they just left me in limbo. So, so they didn't do nothing at all. So what? So, so you, you, you actually got evicted. Where did, where did you go immediately after being booted out? Chilton Hotel. OK. And, and that was being paid for by the council, was it? Or you were paying? It was, yeah. Being paid for by the council. Over the price, yeah. Over the price, really. I mean, I could have been living in a mansion, but... Mm. Um... And how long did it take for them to come back and say, we found you, Wendy, we found you somewhere? It's in Newcastle. No, that was a while back. They said... Oh, that was... OK. They said that they could move me to Newcastle, and I just said no. But there were other people that were in the hotel, and they offered them Derby and everywhere, and they turned it down as well. Your jaw must have dropped when they said Newcastle. I would have thought they were joking. Well, I, I just automatically said, but the thing is, with Luton Bowl Council, if you don't take something, then they won't do nothing for you. Mm. Oh, so they, they, it, 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 they say that they've done their part, they've offered you somewhere. Yes. You turned it down, so they, they don't have to do any more for you. No, that's right. You have to take what they offer you. Dearie me. And that's it. Wendy, it's, I'm, I, I feel for you. Where, OK, so where are you living now? I'm living in Berry Park. Okay, and uh, who's paying for that? Well, myself. Um, yeah, myself really. Uh, okay. Penrose in Luton 
very, very helpful. Very helpful. What's Penrose? Penrose is, um, it's actually Luton Base. Yeah. But if you've got any troubles or anything like that, you're worried about it, they will help you. So, Wendy, let me just play devil's advocate for a second. There'll be people listening who say, well, hang on a second. If Wendy can afford to um, to, to rent her own place in Berry Berry Road, Berry Park, um, then why should the council be looking after you? But the thing is, though, they would have to help me eventually. Um, why? Because I can't afford anything. Uh, housing and so forth. But I've had to borrow money and try and get a roof over my son's head because uh, I've got a 10-year-old. If I don't have a roof over his head, I'm I'm worried that he's going to be taken away. Yeah, of course you are. Um, You're you're paying the rent now. How have you managed to afford that? Very, very hard. And can you keep paying the rent? No. No, I have to go to Luton Bell Council. But they told me once I've left the hotel, I'll have to find my own accommodation. And how much longer, Wendy, can you, can you afford the rent before you run out of money? Well, it'll probably be another couple of weeks and that's it. Oh, blimey. Um, obviously, I've had to have money from um, Adam's dad to yeah. have a roof over our head. There will be lots of questions. There are lots of questions bubbling around in my head. But do you know what, Wendy? It's probably inappropriate for me to ask them now. I wish you the very, very best of luck. Keep in touch and let us know how it goes for you and your boy, won't you? Okay. Yes. Thank you. All right, Wendy. Take care. Thank you very much indeed. Nine three four five nine four double five five. Lot of questions in my head. Now's probably not the time to ask them. I'm sure you can think of what some of those questions are. You know, we had a quick word with Tom Shaw while you were talking. The yeah. councillor in charge of housing, and what he said to us is, it doesn't sound right what she's yeah. been told, but he needs to check, and he will definitely come on once he's managed to work out what's been said. The, the, the things that, that are bubbling around in my head is, well, if the dad's helping out with the rent now, it's his boy. Surely he should be helping. You know, if he can afford to help mm. out, he should be helping out. She can afford it a little bit now. There's a few questions, and I, uh, you know, I, I just didn't want to have a go at the no. woman because she's in the, she's in a tricky position. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Let's get the trav. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's busy now on the M1 southbound between Junction 12 for Flitwick and 11 for Dunstable in the roadworks. And it's also slow southbound past Junction 10 for Luton Airport. And the M25 is busy anti-clockwise from Junction 21 for the M1 to Junction 14 for Heathrow. On the A1 southbound through Borehamwood, it's looking slow on the speed sensors between the Holiday Inn and Barnet Lane at the Stirling Corner. And it's also busy on the A1 southbound on the approach to the Black Cat Roundabout all the way from the St. Neots Junction. On the train departure boards, there are no major delays showing up at the moment. Samantha Bruff, BBC. BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I'm Tony Fisher. The headlines, the government's facing a possible defeat in the Lords on its plans to cut tax credits. Critics say three million families stand to lose an average of £1,000 a year, but the government insists the loss will be offset by other measures, including a higher minimum wage. A controlled explosion is taking place this morning on a suspected World War II bomb, which was found in a garden in Potter's Bar. Police received a report yesterday afternoon to an unexploded device in Park Avenue. 
Leaders from Central European and Balkan countries have agreed a new plan to help tackle the migration crisis. It includes providing food and temporary shelter for 100,000 people in Greece and a number of Balkan states. And St Albans District Council has voted to ban the sale of fur items unless it's a byproduct of the food trade. The issue was raised after badger and fox skins were put on sale at a recent medieval market. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hofstra's Lewis Hamilton has secured a second successive Formula One title with victory in a dramatic US Grand Prix. His teammate Nico Rosberg held off Ferrari's Sebastian Vettel to finish second, which gave him an unassailable lead in the Drivers' Championship. Our correspondent James Allen reports. How best to sum up the achievement of Lewis Hamilton, who clinched his third Formula One world title yesterday in the US Grand Prix? The 30-year-old became the first British driver since Jackie Stewart 42 years ago to become a three-time champion and the first Brit ever to win back-to-back titles. For the boy from Stevenage who dreamed of emulating his hero Ayrton Senna, perhaps the greatest achievement is the fulfilment of that unlikely journey, one a tearful Hamilton described as the greatest moment of my life. Hamilton joins the all-time greats then, and with a three-year contract at Mercedes, he's not finished yet. In the Rugby World Cup, Australia will play New Zealand in the final after they beat Argentina 29 points to 15 in a tense semi-final encounter at Twickenham yesterday. Adam Ashley Cooper scored a hat-trick for the Wallabies to send his side into their fourth World Cup final. Both nations will be aiming to win the World Cup for a third time. In the Premiership, Watford are up to 13th after Saturday's 2-0 victory away at Stoke City and skipper Troy Deeney was delighted with his first Premier League goal. Yeah, it was a decent day out, wasn't it? It was, it was good fun. Obviously, to score the first goal is obviously important, but team winning is more important. I've said that on many occasions now. And, uh, yeah, a bit of good fun. I don't think Golmi had too much to do. And as a team, we worked really hard, so could have scored a few more, obviously, if we were better on the break. But, you know, that's just being greedy, isn't it? Manchester City moved above Arsenal to the top of the Premier League on goal difference after a 0-0 draw against Manchester United in the 170th derby at Old Trafford. United stay fourth. Liverpool, meanwhile, are still waiting for their first win under Jurgen Klopp after a late equaliser and Southampton a one-all draw at Anfield. In cricket, Pakistan required just five more England wickets this morning to win the second test in Dubai and go 1-0 up in the three-match series. Set a test record 491 to win England are looking to bat out the day to save the match. The draw for the first round of the FA Cup takes place tonight. Our League Two clubs Luton, Stevenage and Wickham, along with our non-league sides Borehamwood, Chesham and St Albans, will all be in the hat. Those are your news and sport headlines. The next full bulletin is at 8. Expertly done! song calling me down the road it's where i'll always be every stop i make i make a new friend can't stay for long just turn around and i'm gone again maybe tomorrow i want to settle down until tomorrow i'll just keep moving on down this road that never seems to end when you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light 
Just fades out. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number. And I say, bring it on, man. Wowzers, so do I. Bone digger, bone digger. Turn my phone off. Sorry, I got a text. Um, have we got any texts? Yeah, we have. Okay, hang on a second. We have a way to um, celebrate the fact that we have a text. You got a text. Okay. There we go. On the uh, on the first story. You got an email. No, I don't, cool guy. You got a text. Thank you, not so cool guy. I remember recording that. <laughs> well done, Kelly. So I'm going to miss. I'm going to have to delete all of that. We still, we still haven't got enough for Robo Kelly, by the way, for when you do leave. Or literally, all I've got for Robo Kelly versus version 2.0 is mm. now. For some, that's enough. That's enough. Mm, 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 mm. Gosh, this is what we used to do when Tomb Raider came out. First Tomb Raider, she'd go if you if oh, you try to make it go energy. yeah if you try to make it go the wrong way she'd go no no. And if you walked into a wall or if you fell over, she'd go, mm. So for just for hours, we'd be making her Tomb Raider go, No. Oh, stop. Fun, honestly. That's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, you know, fun times, fun times, guys. No, yeah. I mean, stop walking into a wall. <laughs> anyway, this first story. Yes, the which, no. Continue, vous if you play, France. Mm. Crystal. Says. Yes. I don't often agree with Ian Lee. Oh. But you were dead right. That yes. counsellor is a hypocrite in abusing her position. Well, an abusive position may be a little bit strong. The counsellors are there to make decisions and stuff. I just think... It's good to have principles. I, 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 just, I just think the fur thing... I watched Return of the Jedi at the weekend... No, spo- That's more important, is it? Yeah, it is actually. Spoiler alert. He kills Darth Vader at the end. Darth Vader dies. What's going to happen in the next film? Oh, There's God. no Darth Vader. What's oh, going to happen? They come back as ghosts. It's never the end. We've ordered... Um, I bet... Oh, here's my prediction. Luke Skywalker gets killed in the next film and he comes back as a ghost. Like Obi-Wan Kenobi. How did you go from fur to Return of the Jedi? Um, um, uh, uh, <laughs> Chewbacca. Uh, no, because in, in The Empire Strikes Back, they kill one of those animals and they cut it open to keep Luke Skywalker warm. Oh, they do, warm. yeah. Yeah, they do. They used to do that with horses in the real field of war. Yeah, you just have to climb inside a horse. Mm. And that is true. That is true. That is true. You cut a horse open, mm. take some of its guts out, you climb in and it'll keep you warm. Yeah. No, you're thinking of the Trojan horse, where it was wooden, actually. No, not. And they didn't go in there to keep warm. They went in there to get those Trojans. It wasn't the Trojan horse. It was the horse of Troy. Mm. It was um, Euripides who had the horse, the wooden horse. And they were from? Greece. No. Athens. No. Cyprus. Weren't they Spartans? No, no, no. It was Greeks inside there. I thought the Spartans... St- right. She married a Spartan, didn't she? Mm. Then Paris comes along. All right, Gil. He goes, she goes off with him. 
And then the Sparta, I mean, you do not mess with them. They will unleash hell on your, or on your... I'm trying to think back. The Greek only bottom. the only um, knowledge I've actually got of um, the Wooden Horse of Troy is from watching the um, Pixar film Mr Peabody and Sherman, Sherman where yeah. they travel back in time to that thing. One of them's a dog. So it's I'm very accurate, guessing though. the facts... Uh, by the way, guys, if you want to watch this, the, the Mr. Peabody and Sherman, great film. The TV show on Netflix, utter rubbish. Lazy animation is what I call it. Lanimation. <laughs> Which is also Lazy French for cartoons. Oh, and we... Yeah. Anything else? Anyway, um, fur, leather, dairy, Oh, you sound like a, a shopping, uh, an erotic shopping list online. I could do it in the Marks and Spencer's voice. Oh, yeah. Fur, oh, hang leather, on a minute, hang on a minute. We can, if we're gonna, dairy. If we're going to do it, then we need to do it... Um, Go on. Properly. Hang on a minute. Bear with me. Hang on a second. Hang on a minute. Trying to find Albatross. There we go. Come on. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. Hurry up. Not fast enough, love. I'm finding it. Hang on a minute. You want Albatross? We'll get you Albatross. You'd have had this by now, Kelly. Yeah. Oh, it's live. Here they come. Oh no, it's the Monty Python sketch Albatross. Oh, Sorry, that's no. Uh, anyway, fur, leather, dairy, okay. eggs, meat, etc., are all equally morally wrong. As we don't need to use exploit and kill animals, veganism is easy, and the least we can do for animals, the planet, and our own health. From Vegan Aid in High Wycombe. I don't get eggs, right? I don't get eggs um, being cruel, okay? Because it's it's a, it's it's a an, waste product. It's a chicken's period. Period. Yeah, but they're being. I mean, the argument is they're being kept in unnatural situations to. Well, that we're making them. Provide... We're making them little wooden houses. <laughs> What's yeah. unnatural about that? But also, they're kept apart from the uh, cockerel. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? Because everyone's. Because everyone. Um, the lazy argument, uh, the kind of Nick Ferrari argument, when when vegans talk about milk being cruel. It's, milk. Hell's milk. Cruel? What are you doing to that milk? Is... Milk, yeah, is, what, milk is really cruel. What we pervert pump, decided we'd uh, use that anyway? Well, you, but the milk is, you know how they get milk, is they um, they pump the animal full of dr- drugs, so it's constantly it's producing. Um, and it's they, they those things, those um, suckers on their teats, they hurt. It's a cruel thing. You're, it, you're, 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 you're manipulating the cow's hormones. I think I'm in a unique position to be able to speak on this, having been milked in the past. And do you know... It flipping hurts! And do you know how much... Um, um, Blood they have to filter out the milk. I said it. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Did, did Kath do that sexy list? No. No. Oh, it was like going to be like the sexy generation game. Oh, well, we, we yeah, missed, but then it, it came We to, missed it now. We missed it now. Dennis is in Dunstable. Dennis is in Dunstable. Morning, Dennis. Good morning, Ian. What you got for us, boss? Well, that young that lady said she was left in limbo. That's better than going to Newcastle. I, well, here's Newcastle. the thing. You've got the choice, right? Luton or, or, or Newcastle? Which would you rather live in? Well, I'm Newcastle because of the yeah. accent's a little bit uh, better. Uh, with me. the greatest of respect to Luton, I'd rather live in Newcastle. <laughs> I would, but, totally. you got a choice. I mean, it's in for that lady, I know. I'm, I'm being slightly flippant. But if I was given the choice, Luton or Newcastle, um, do you know what? Yeah, go on then. I'll take it. I'll go up there. <laughs> they don't wear coats. Or knickers. You have to have a language test as well, because they wouldn't be able to understand you. Well, no, no, no one does understand me. That's the problem, Dennis. No one understands me. Hey, you heard that um, um, there's, a, there's a big headline right in the mirror. OK. Hedge of extinction. Hedge of extinction. They're saying that, um, that, that um, hedgehogs, Dennis, are nearly extinct. Oh, right? it's a shame. No, yeah, it's a shame. But then it says, fears over spiky garden visitor... Describe hedgehogs in three words. Spiky garden visitor. As numbers plunge to, guess how many hedgehogs there are left in this country? Ooh, a couple of million. 
There's a million. There's a yeah. flipping million. How can something be nearly extinct when there's a million of them? A million. Well, we, have we have one that's uh, registered. He lives here. He, he potters in and out of the garden quite often. Along with, uh, we've also got a squirrel. Cheeky little devil. Oh, so I'm out walking the dog. I hate the dog, but I do enjoy the walks, okay? The, the walks are the fun bit, right? And we're out at dusk. We're in this park. This, this big, I don't know, we've got a field. It's a field? A pasture. There was trees. A there meadow. Were, there was part field, part woods, right? A coppice. And then this thing flew past me. I thought, no, it couldn't be. It wasn't. I daren't dream it to be true. Then it flew pa- right past me again. Do you know what it was, Dennis? No. It was the Batman in his Batcopter. No! <laughs> it was an owl, an actual, genuine, wild owl that yeah. wasn't tethered to um, a schoolgirl uh, to having a photo taken. <laughs> Do you know what, though? You've seen your dog and thought it was a rat. We are, we've got, also got a fox around here. My oh, next yeah. door neighbour came home That's from work Dennis. one night at nine fox. o'clock and the fox was on his doorstep waiting for something. Great story, Dennis. Thank you. Good memories. There we go. <laughs> Fun times. If you've ever seen a fox, then, you know, just please, please keep that information to yourself. It's it's irrelevant to my life. An actual howl was flying past me. It's beautiful. Is it true? I managed to get it down with a stone. Big, no. big Threw rocks at it and I managed to hit it. Is it true? Twit. That they do that? that you, if you hear twit, twit, it's because it's two owls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only one owl says the twit. The male owl says the twit, the female owl says the twoo. Is that right? That is fact. That's them talking to each other. Well, I've got two then. And they don't stop. Hedgehogs could be wiped out within ten years. Good riddance to them. They make so much noise. Here's his impression of a hedgehog, guys. No. I am Darth Vader. They sound like this. Kels, your turn. <laughs> Oh, Catherine, that. I'm afraid you're voted out. It's down to the last two. It's uh, hedgehog poker. Okay. Okay. Uh, Catherine, as you're, you are out, you get to name the next animal. All right. What does a deer say? I'll let you go first. No. No, it says this. Aruga. <laughs> That's closer. Thank you very much indeed. You see, I know my deers. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's very slow on the M1 southbound between Junction 12 for Flittig and 11 for Dunstable through the roadworks. It's also busy on the A1M southbound between Junction 8 for Hitchin and 7 for Stevenage. And on the M25 it's busy between Junction 21 for the M1 and 15 for the M4. On Amersham Road in Chesham Boys there are queues approaching the temporary traffic lights. Between Chesham and Amersham it's looking very slow. The temporary traffic lights at Clifton Road are causing delays all the way back from Moor Road through the roadworks. And the A1 is slow southbound approaching the Black Cat roundabout from the St. Neots junction. On the train departure boards there are no reports of any problems but on the London Underground the Bakerloo line has minor delays between Harrow and Wilson and Stonebridge Park. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you Sammy. I feel powerful, I feel very powerful. This can only end badly. 7.46, Monday the 26th of October. I'm Ian Lee and this is Kelly Betts' last week. The government's facing a possible defeat in the Lords on its plans to cut tax credits. A controlled explosion is due to take place this morning on a suspected World War II bomb which was found in a garden in Potter's Bar and St Albans District Council has voted to ban the sale of fur items unless it's a by-product of the food trade. Let's get the weather! Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio.
It's a cloudier day today than yesterday, but still some bright, even sunny spells. Not necessarily for everyone, though. It does look like it will stay dry with a slight southeasterly breeze and highs of 14 degrees Celsius. Cloud builds through the night with lows of 10 degrees. And then a very mild day tomorrow. Cloudy start, but it brightens up to sunshine later on. And then we have rain pushing through in the evening. Temperatures, though, reaching 17 degrees Celsius. So very mild this week, particularly overnight. Wednesday, that rain continues in the morning. And once it clears, we have a few showers in the afternoon. Some drizzly rain on Thursday and another wet day on Friday after a chilly start with some mist and fog patches. That's your latest forecast. Thank you very much. Oh, gosh. One of the... Jo- I, d- I don't like the dog. She really gets right on my... Um, 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 I'm going to say knockers. Um, we don't get on at all. We disagree on so many things. Uh, primarily, my fingers are not chewy toys. But I do like the walks, and we went for two very, very long walks yesterday. I enjoy the walks. And um, it's fair to say that walking along this coppice... If you want. Cops. Copsy. Copsy. Or copsy. Hmm? Glade. Glade. Co- Glade. Copsy. Just say words, mate. It wasn't, but it, some of it was woods and some of it was field. Woodland area. Okay, yeah, I like that. Um, Definitely not a forest. As the, we saw the we saw the daytime moon. Did our moon gonna shine like a spoon? I love the daytime moon. Do you know what I was like? I genuinely love the daytime yeah. moon. The daytime moon is nuts because the moon is like nighttime, right? Yeah. It personifies nighttime, but um, it. You say in the daytime. Yeah, cheeky. It personifies nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know if it's night? Moon's yeah. out. No, but isn't personification a, planet like, the moon? Isn't it a, yeah. becoming a person? Duh. Yeah, exactly. So the moon personifies no. nighttime. Kelly. No, that doesn't make sense. No, no, it makes it makes perfect sense if you think about it. The moon indicates yeah, nighttime. Exactly. The moon personifies the nighttime. Doesn't it, Kelly? Mm. Mick Coffer on BBC Three Counties Radio. History coming up uh, very shortly with the uh, brilliant Dan Hill. He's a local historian. Silbertworth, um, amongst other things, has got quite a rich history. As it's further east, there is uh, a lot more influence with regards to things like air raids. Weekdays from 12. Great music as well coming up here on BBC Three Counties Radio. Freddie Mercury, the great pretender. Go west as well on its way. First, though, his T-Rex. Mick Coffer. You know, it's fantastic to be able to get, you know, people like Nathan Bell and Gary Matthew and, you know, experienced but still early on in their careers, giving them the opportunity to come and make music in a lovely environment, Luton Library Theatre. Could you describe modern Britain in 50 records? Stuart McConey is doing just that in his book. I don't think you're ever going to get another Beatles who dominate the pop cultures. Nick Coffer, weekdays from 12 on BBC Three Counties Radio. Could you find for me, because I don't know where it is, I don't think I have it anymore. And um, we really should be... Um, is this it? Hang on. Tasty. No, that's not it. Is this it? <gasps> no. Doorbell. Mm, no. Oh, happy day. No. Could you find... Uh, oh, this is it. We don't want to go from a sleazy country to a sludgy country. No, that's definitely not it. We want to go to... Can you find... You swine. Oh, can you find for me, Kelly? 562 minutes in the to seven. Can you find that for me? Do you want to come on and have a chat with Ian? I'm sure she will. I can't, Kelly, because I am Ian, you lunatic. What the hell are you talking about? Morning, Deals. Morning, player. How you doing, fella? Well, do you know what? I've got something for you. Oh, oh yeah. please, please. Okay. 
I'm going to put this out there, and you may think I'm absolutely barking mad, but I think this is genuine. Okay? I do think you're absolutely barking mad. All right, mate. But this let may... me finish, yeah? Let me finish. Uh, but this may, this may make me think you're even more barking mad. <laughs> so continue, continue okay. with so, so you see me today. I'm wearing some uh, some skinny grey trousers, yeah? Yep. As, as a, okay. as a 40, Sorry, as a 35-year-old man, you yep, can get away yep. with it. Thank you, boss. Thank you. I appreciate that. So um, I've been vaping this morning, and oh. I've I put my vape stick into my pocket, yeah. okay? And I think I have got a vape stain, okay? Because th there is this great big mark on my trousers where I've put my vape stick. Is okay. it possible to get a vape stain? Okay, so you, you, Justin is now a vapist. Mm. And um, where exactly... Bearing in mind we've got young ears listening, yep. it's half term. Yep. Yep. Where exactly is the stain on your trousers? It's not where you think it is. So I put it into my pocket and it's uh, on my right leg and it's yeah. just below the pocket, okay? Yep. Nowhere well, near where you think. It's a toxic fluid, so the chances mm. of it being a stain are pretty high. I don't know. I was told it's just like, you know, yeah, in the yeah. winter when, you, when yeah. you're breathing, you can see your own air. I was told it was just like yeah. that. How yeah, can I know. you get a stain from a Exactly, vape? because the, the thing is... They ain't done the research yet. The stats oh, aren't in. It's too new to know exactly what damage it's doing to your body. No, no that's not true. And your trousers. That's not true, mate. That's not true because the NHS will soon be prescribing it. Oh, the yes. Oh, I've bitten my tongue on this for too long. <sighs> hey, listen. I was telling. I, I I blew my kid's mind the other day when we went out for a walk. Um, it was flipping cold, right? And they didn't have their gloves on. I blew my kid's mind. How did your dad, Catherine, when he was when he was a boy? And he went to school. How did... I don't know if it was, this is just a Cockney thing or if it was across the country. How did your dad keep his hands warm? Uh, pockets, I think. Is that it? I think so. Because this is what... <sighs> yeah, there's that. This is what my dad used to do. I think my mum did it as well. When they were going to school, this is the olden days, right? This is how close we are to the olden days. My dad would take in his pockets a cooked jacket potato... <laughs> My nan, Nanny Peg would give him a jacket potato and he'd have it in one pocket, he'd put it in the other pocket, keep his pocket, he'd hold it to keep his hands warm. Then at lunchtime, he'd eat the jacket potato. Gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, the olden days are within, <laughs> within touch, they are within smell. Did you, you ever heard of that, Kiri? Um, no. It's, it, 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 not, here we go, this is, this is the rest of the show. Ways to keep your hands warm. Steady! Ways to keep your hands warm. Uh, my mum and dad, they would be given by their parents um, a hot... Jacket potato in the morning. They'd use it to keep their hands warm on the way to school. They'd eat it at lunchtime. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. the 1950s. Oh, urchins. The urchins. Proper urchins. I remember once my, my dad, uh, we, we fell out many, many times. But we fell out because he was telling me a story that at the time, as a 15-year-old, I said, well, that's patently a lie, father. He said, no, it's not a lie. What are you talking about? I said, it's obviously a lie. When would that ever happen? Um, he was telling me how he used to have to go and buy blocks of ice and then bring them back on his little go-kart to keep food cool. Well, of course they didn't have fridges and freezers. They had no. a pantry. You put the block of ice in the pantry and you put stuff around it to keep it cool and to keep the pantry cool. The olden days, Kiri. The olden days. Well, as you and I are both old, yeah. Shut up, Ooh. love. You're older than me. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oof. I'm not. You're older than me. I'm not older than you. You're older than me. <laughs> what you got for us, Kiri? Well, you know this thing that you're doing about Kelly, about this um, leaving messages for her for yeah. when she goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. I, I'd like to leave them. Oh, okay, right. We're going to turn down everyone else's microphone. You've got to do it in the past tense, okay? Okay. Oh wait. So do it now. Yes. <laughs> Kelly, the show has started without you. I still miss you lots. There's a big hole in the show. Hope you're getting on well. Lots of love. 
Well, that's rubbish. I mean, there's a big hole in the show, right? show now that she's here. No, there isn't. She makes your show. Oh, get, what the heck are you talking about, you lunatic? Do, do a better one. Go on. Um, Kelly, the show has started. There was a... No, I want to say that. Well, that, that, that one's not good enough. <laughs> um, Kelly, the show has started today. Ian is missing you lot. That's not true. No, 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 you can't put words into my mouth. <laughs> this is awful. Don't, don't be another Gatford and we've got to send you off. Um, okay. Kelly, the show has started without you. There's a big hole in the show with Adam. <laughs> I tell you what, I tell you what, we're going to go through this line by line, all right? I'm going to help you, Kerry, I've got it. So I like the first line. So, Kelly, the show has started without you. Yeah, Kelly, so, the show has started without you. So just say that nice and clear, away you go. Kelly, the show has started without you. Excellent stuff. That'll do. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four five nine. Who needs Kelly? <laughs> four double five five. <laughs> per- that's all we need. Just absolutely perfect. Oh, Spot dear. on there. She just pwned you twice there. Fantastic. Uh, who, who, who pwned whom? Kiri. She said first of all about your age and then your uh, program. Mate. Wow. She pwned you twice mate, there. Mate, listen. Just because she's got the hots, she's got the dealy hots. She's hot mm. to trot for deals. Mm. Deals or no deals doesn't mean that you can side with her. I'm not silent with anybody. I'm, just, I'm giving fact, not fiction. Oh, excellent stuff. Now, celebrity, <laughs> celebrity. Well, I've just seen the time. We flip an egg. We had nothing at, at, at six o'clock, and now we're filling up with this nonsense. Celebrity mm. waistcoats, Justin. I'm a big fan of them. I would love, love to come in one day with yep. a white granddad shirt, no collar, mm-hmm. and a black yep. waistcoat. I can't because I'd be laughed at. No, well, do you know what? Tomorrow, I'm going to be on the streets wearing a waistcoat just for you. Well, do you know what? Then next time I'm near some clothes shops, I'm going to buy yeah. a waistcoat. Yeah, I'm going to buy a waistcoat and I'm going to come in blue jeans, white granddad shirt and a waistcoat. And I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. I don't care what anybody says. And I'm looking at the two main culprits. I don't need to say anything. Exactly. I want you to do this. Mm. Because you'll take offence at the way I look at it. Exactly. Look at the time. Let Dealey speak. Deals. Yes, the waistcoat vibe and also celebrity waistcoat wearers. I've taken this one to the streets this morning. Here's what happens. <laughs> Taking it to the streets with J-Dog, hashtag, hashtag waistcoats. So what do you think about waistcoats, man to man? I don't, I ain't a kind of guy to wear them, so each to their own. Sir, celebrity waistcoat wearers, who have you got for me? The Joker from Batman. Oh, Keith Ledger? Yes. What colour was it though? Bluish. Bluish? Yeah. Do you like waistcoats? Yeah, when you're wearing a suit, it looks nice. Yeah. Yeah. What, what if you're not wearing a suit? It looks nice anyway. Yeah. What if you're wearing nothing at all? <laughs> No comment. <laughs> Molly Boss, lovely set of gloves there for the winter. Sir, we're talking about um, celebrity waistcoat wearers this morning. Can you think of any? No. I'm going to give you a few seconds more. I know there's something in there. Winston Churchill. Yeah, yeah, that's an old school one, though. Can you think of anybody more up to date? Uh, not at the moment, this time of the morning. Okay. Compliments on the gloves again. Lovely winter much. gloves, thank you. Thank you, bye. Madam? I've got a funny feeling you like a man in a waistcoat. G- yeah, give me give me a celebrity waistcoat wearer. Chris Eubank. Yes. Very stylish. Yeah. Very stylish. I reckon you'd eat him alive. Um, probably. I'll give him a run for his money in your old boxing ring, yeah. No, I wasn't talking about that. <laughs> really? <laughs> My goodness me, that is a... I don't know whether that's a filthy or horrendous laugh. Uh, one of the two. Thank you, madam. Thank you. Have a good time. Thank you. Cheers. Morning, boss. Lovely Hoover.
Cheers, thank you. That's a pleasure. Um, okay, what do you think about men who wear waistcoats? What do I think about men wearing waistcoats? Uh, not a lot, really. Malachi, let's get the, uh, the Barbados perspective. Celebrity waistcoat wearers. Celebrity waistcoat wearers? Um, uh, but you wouldn't really see a lot of that in Barbados. Yeah, it's a bit too hot for that. <laughs> That's a fantastic Barbados perspective. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's slow on the M1 southbound through the roadworks between Junction 12 for Flittick and 11 for Dunstable. It's also very busy on the A421 heading towards Milton Keynes in Brogborough. It's very slow from the M1 Junction 13 at for Bedford to the Kingston roundabout. On the A416 southbound in Chess and Boys, there are queues approaching the temporary traffic lights and roadworks at Clifton Road. They're causing delays back from Moores Road. And on the North Orbiter Road in Bricketwood, it's looking very slow around the M25 Junction 21A roundabout. In Watford, it's also busy on Beecham Grove. Samantha Bruffy, Three Counties Road. Sammy, thank you very much. So I got confused with faders there. Thank you, Sammy. I didn't give you much time. I'll give you much more time later on. Uh, celebrity waistcoat wearers, and how do you keep your hands warm? Steady, you mucky lot. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 8 o'clock. I'm Tony Fisher. The headlines possible defeat in the Lords on government plans to cut tax credits, further arrests in St Albans stabbing and Lewis Hamilton wins Formula One World Championship. BBC's Three Counties Radio. The government's facing a possible defeat in the Lords on its plans to cut tax credits. Critics say three million families stand to lose an average of £1,000 a year. But the government insists the loss will be offset by other measures, including a higher minimum wage. The MP for Stevenage, Stephen McPartland, is one of two Tory MPs who've spoken out against the reforms. I totally agree that we need to reform tax credits for spending £30 billion a year on them. I just don't agree with what this reform is actually doing. So if you're a teaching assistant on about £11,000 a year, you're talking about a 10% loss in your income. And for me, that's um, punishing people who get up and go out to work and are trying to work their way out of poverty that we should be rewarding. Police investigating the death of a teenager in St Albans over the weekend have made two further arrests. A man aged 19 was arrested on suspicion of murder on Saturday and taken into police custody. And yesterday, a 26-year-old man was also arrested on suspicion of murder. The nine other people arrested in connection with the stabbing of the teenage victim in the early hours of Saturday morning currently remain in police custody. European leaders meeting in Brussels have agreed to create a 100,000 new places in refugee reception centres for people attempting to reach the EU through the Western Balkans. Half the new places will be in Greece. The emergency summit also agreed to strengthen border controls and to improve cooperation. The European Commission President, Jean-Claude Juncker, said countries must stop waving migrants through to neighbouring states. The only way to restore order to the situation is to slow down the uncontrolled flows of people. The policy of waving through people to neighboring countries has to stop. I want to be clear, people must be registered. No registration, no rights. The World Health Organization will reveal this morning whether some meats should be classed as carcinogens. The agency's been reviewing evidence on whether red and processed meats increase the risk of cancers. 
St Albans District Councils voted to ban the sale of some types of fur. The issue was raised after badger and fox skins were put on sale at a recent medieval market. The new ban will prevent the sale of all fur unless it's a by-product of the food trade. Labour councillor Drida Gordon proposed a full ban. Local businesses um, would be free to carry on selling those type of goods. What I was trying to do was to... St Albans Council have some sort of control over the goods that are sold on St Albans Market. In sport, Hertfordshire's Lewis Hamilton has become the first British driver to win back-to-back Formula One World Championship titles at the United States Grand Prix. The 30-year-old has equaled the record of Ayrton Senna, Nicky Lauda and Sir Jackie Stewart in becoming a three-time world champion. Finally, the weather for beds, hearts and bucks are dry and bright with occasional sunny spells, top temperature 14 degrees Celsius. Get the latest news and sport online, bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Who was the... Sorry, uh, uh, Tony, the other... I've been making light of the, um, the, 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 the motor drive, the car driver. Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. So who were the other drivers that, have, that he's equalled now? Oh, Nicky Lauda. Um, Ayrton Senna. Ayrton Senna. Nicky? Nicky Lauda. Nicky! Bit louder. Nicky! Louder, please. Thank you very much indeed. I shall never tire of that joke. Thank you, Tony Fisher. I hope you appreciate the fact I sat still for that bulletin and wasn't doing a little, um... uh, Wasn't doing a little jig. That's it. Sometimes I like to dance for Mr Fisher. Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Celebrity... Um, waistcoat wearers, please. If you're, and if you're a nonsense, let's open this up. Let's reverse the trend where normally it's civilians, then it goes to celebrities in, in TV shows. Let's go backwards. Celebrity waistcoat wearers and you guys, the plebs. Do you still wear them? Do you know what? This week I'm going to buy one and I'm going to look like an idiot. I don't care. I don't care, Catherine. Not said your anything. Looks, your looks won't affect me because I know what I'm going to look like, but I'm going to come in. I'm going to have a granddad shirt, no collar, black waistcoat, blue jeans. Yes, very quo, very quo. Stick to the status quo, as our American friends would say. 03459 455 555. Um, and there was something else. Oh, yeah, how do you keep your hands warm? That's, um... Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. The thing, by the way, the thing about the potatoes is true. And well done, Sarah, who's tweeted. Thank you, Ian. No one has ever believed that my mum sent me out with a jacket spud in my pocket. She looks younger than me. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's happening. It's happened. It happened. It's not happening now. You can get hand warmers now. I tell you, well, they're called gloves. No, you can get like... <laughs> they're called gloves. No, you can get like, these pouch things. I never are... got the mittens. Um, and also the mittens on the bit of elastic going through. Well done, all the mums in the 1970s who, who, who did that. And me, who still does it. Oh, but I don't, why would you have mittens? Why not gloves? Warmer. No. Yeah, because you keep your fingers have, together. I can't have woolen gloves because wool against wool makes me very, very uncomfortable. It's my, my mouth go furry. It's like biting on a toothbrush or pulling cotton wool. It makes my mouth go furry. But, um, like, like, I've got... Um, no, I've not got leather gloves. I've got what do you call it? Leather. Like, no, no, no. Like hyperthermal material. Fleece. Oh no, it's like genetically engineered material in a laboratory to keep your fingers warm. Thermals, thermal, thermal. All right. It's hyperthermal material. I'm happy with that. I'm going to stick with that. Okay, to ask I'm banking me then. that. I'm banking hyperthermals. <laughs> but mittens. What's the point of having mittens? It's useless. I had mittens quite recently. Well, you can't do anything with them. What are you going to do? Pushing right. prams. I was. 
Why, why would you not want to use your fingers? Why would you? Why would you? Didn't need my fingers. Why, when well, I was... why not just bind your fingers up? I found that I have very, very little use for fingers on maternity leave. But, David's on the line. Good morning, David. Oh hi, yeah, hi there. Um, you, you were querying before about um, why eggs are cruel. Um, did you know about the the male chicks? A hundred thousand a day, which are, are useless to the farming industry, to the meat industry, to the egg industry, um, they're just gassed or crushed to death in a mincing machine. Right, but why are eggs cruel? The, well, the production of eggs, let's say, the production. But but why are eggs cruel? Because because those are you're talking about things that have been hatched. I'm talking about surely um, eating eggs is 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 even better for them then because those eggs that we eat are unfertilised, so there's no chance of the contents being born, not being wanted, and being crushed. So we should eat more eggs to save these poor chicks that are being crushed. No, but to, to create the eggs on your plate, that they're going to kill 100,000. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. To create the eggs on my plate, they're going to um, not let a hen go near a cock, and the egg won't be fertilised. Um, so you're arguing against yourself. Basically, we should be eating more eggs to stop those chicks from being crushed. Sorry, I don't get that part. I, just I don't, don't get your part either. So explain to me why eggs are cruel. There's a question I didn't think I'd be asking when I woke up at 4.20 this morning. Well, because to get the egg um, from the production line to the shop to your plate, yep. they determine the male, the, the male chicks that are born that are not going to be any use to them in later months and years yeah. because they're not going to produce any eggs for future generations or, or whatever, um, are all put down, but not put down in a humane way, put down in a, in a crushing machine. OK. Um, the but the eggs that, that we, the eggs, the eggs that we eat are unfertilised eggs. Yeah, well, the ones that are kept alive then, let's say the lucky females that would normally in the wild forage and dust bathe and protect their children, their, yeah. their young, and teach yeah. them how to survive, etc. Yeah. They're supposedly the lucky ones, okay. They have their beaks um, trimmed off at one day old, okay. sliced off. Um, yeah. So they probably won't, they won't remember that, will they, when they're old enough to lay eggs? Uh, uh, okay. Um, well, no, um, no, 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 you can say, okay, David, it's, it's a legitimate point. They won't, you know, they, they won't remember that. All right, well, one in every 30 hens is killed and eaten by their cage mates. This is the reason Gosh. they do this cutting off of you've, the... You've, of, you've, of you've the yet to explain to me, though, why an egg is cruel. I, I can't see how it could not be when all this, all this production method is, is how the egg gets to you. Yeah, but if I, well, but if I, if I go to an... If I get my eggs ethically sourced, as I try to do as often as I can. Sometimes you, you go to the corner shop, they've just got, you know, rubbish eggs, but, and you get them. But yeah. I try to buy, I'm lucky enough, I'm in a position where I can try to buy eggs um, that are ethically sourced. So why is, why is my poachy cruel? Um, I think I, I can see your argument if you say got it from a, an animal sanctuary or something like oh, that. I'm not going to get it from an animal sanctuary. That's ridiculous. I'm talking about Tesco's and Waitrose. Yeah, Tesco's who sell supposedly free-range eggs, you're saying, aren't you? No, no, no. Well, we all know that free-range is, uh, is open to interpretation. But you yeah. can get eggs that um, are, 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 are not cruel. I don't think so if you're buying them in a supermarket. Oh, blimey. Oh, blimey. I'm sure you can't because the thing is, the, the thing is... They're just so, they're so delicious. <laughs> they are delicious. Are you telling me you, you don't, you've never had scrambled eggs with a little bit? I have eaten eggs, yeah. I okay. Have, uh, Do yeah. you eat eggs now? No, no. Why not, man? Because I'm a vegan and I don't want to um, 
have animal harm on my conscience. I don't um, abuse my dog, and I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's not in my house, so why should I worry? That's I don't like abuse. I don't get the line about abusing dogs. I don't abuse my dogs. I want to give her a boot up the backside sometimes. I wish she does another way on the floor. But I don't abuse my dog. I don't. The, the two <laughs> being a vegan and, and not abusing dogs don't go hand in hand. You know, you don't have to be a vegan to not abuse a dog. That's true, yeah. But I'm saying I'd like to go a little bit further than just not abusing my dog. Does your I'd dog like... eat meat? Well, he has what's called vegetarian food. Oh, for goodness sakes. No, no. Yeah, he does have some meat, don't worry. Oh, don't. he does eat meat? Yeah. Yeah, some meat is involved. Do you not see, David? Do you not see the hypocritical slant of that argument? Well, because my dog eats meat. Mm, so you're preparing. You know how they make dog meat? Yeah, it's that is one of the cruelest. You think you think animal meat is cruel, man alive. Uh, you think human meat is cruel. Sorry, animal meat. Oh man, anything goes in there, and they just kill it any any which way. The, the You're okay with that, are you? The, the bits that the humans wouldn't eat. Yeah. Yeah, lips and bum holes. My mum would say, but she'd say it in a slightly fruitier fashion. Right. You're happy with your dog eating that, are you? No, I'm not. You're happy with those animals um, being being crushed and killed, and all the bits being picked up off the floor so that your dog can eat. If you were a true vegan, you'd either um, you'd either feed your dog on a purely vegetarian diet, but then that's cruel because dogs aren't designed to be vegetarian, or you wouldn't keep a dog prisoner in your home. Right. Well, first of all, yeah, I, I, I as you say, it, it wasn't. It isn't cruel to be have a vegetarian dog because it's a cat that would. Not survive without meat. Yeah, well, dog, dogs, uh, are, but dogs are designed to eat meat. But yet you keep you keep an animal prisoner yeah. in your home. Wow. That's point two. Prison. Is he a prisoner? Yes, he I is. Can he go anywhere he wants? I've got him from an animal sanctuary where he was unwanted. Well, three my three dogs were unwanted. You've got dogs. three of these things. So not only have you got three prisoners, three slaves that are purely there, David. Let's be honest. For your pleasure, we only get pets for our own pleasure, which is really, really selfish. But also, you're then feeding them crushed bits of animals. This is insane, David. How do you sleep at night? No, sorry. Point one, I didn't get the dogs just for my pleasure. I do get pleasure from them. Exactly. Selfish. We shouldn't be getting pleasure from animals. You must know that as a vegan. In inverted commas. No, no, I get pleasure because I see them happy. You must realise that when you take your dog for a walk. I got the dog because we want... I got the dog because we wanted a dog. We wanted a dog. It was purely selfish. I got the cat because I wanted a cat. Purely selfish. They are there for my pleasure. Yeah, they get pleasure because we take them out for walks and give them treats. But they're there ultimately for my pleasure. Yeah, and, and you would agree that your dog is happier now than, say, he was in a sanctuary waiting for someone to take him on. I'm sure you'd prefer... Still there, still, it's still a selfish, selfish thing. It's still a human exerting authority over an animal. Well, yeah, in a way, we do have dominion um, control over the animal. Oh, we do! Right! In that case... abuse them. No yeah, way. OK, but yet you're, you're still prepared to give them... Um, Meat, animal, you're still prepared to feed an animal another animal, and yet you claim to be vegan. Yeah, I yeah. am, because I choose but yet, But yet you still prepare meat. Yeah. I think a lot of vegans will be unhappy with that. You're preparing meat for, for the, but to be consumed by something else. Wow. Yeah. If you're happy with that, David, it's groovy, man. <laughs> 
Well, I, I do my best. That's that's what the vegan thing is, really. We do our best. I don't think that is the vegan um, motto. I think the vegan motto is we don't have neither fish nor flesh. Oh, no, hang on. That's an album by Terence Trent Darby. But that's kind of the, the, the thing, isn't it? No, no fish, fish nor flesh or byproducts. And yet you've got, a, you've got loads of tins of animal byproducts in the, the, the cupboard just to the left of the sink. David, if you're cool with that, I'm cool with that. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four five nine, four double five five double five. Move that, move that barrel of fish out of the way. I think I've uh, had plenty there. Dave Luton, stay there. We'll come to you after this. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are delays on the M1 southbound between Junction 12 for Flitwick and 11 for Dunstable through the roadworks. It's also busy on the A1M southbound between Junction 8 for Hitchin and 7 for Stevenage. And on the M25 it's slow anti-clockwise between Junction 19 for Watford and 16 for the M40. In Chesham Boys on the A416 Amersham Road that's very slow in both directions approaching Clifton Road where there's roadworks and temporary traffic lights. It's causing a delay from Amy Lane. And on the A421 in Brogborough westbound it's very slow between the M1 Junction 30 for Bedford and the Kingston roundabout heading into Milton Keynes. On the train to Parchboard, so there aren't any delays showing up at the moment. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you. I think it's like half seven. It's it's 8.15, guys. The morning has fa-un by. 8.15, Monday the 26th of October. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The government's facing a possible defeat in the Lords on its plans to cut tax credits. St Albans District Council has voted to ban the sale of fur items unless it's a by-product of the food trade. And police are carrying out patrols in South Buckinghamshire after two teenage boys received gun injuries last night. Terry is eating cake. Mmm, I am. He's eating, let's face it, a lot of cake because we're having a cake sale for BBC Children in Need. We all made cake. And I'm eating it. Anyone can have a cake sale at home, school or work. Which means you could be chomping on chocolate cake, feasting on flapjacks or delighting in the present Mrs Wogan's lemon drizzle. So put on a cake sale and make some money for BBC Children in Need. For your free fundraising pack, go to bbc.co.uk forward slash putsy. Um, interesting there. Uh, Russ has uh, just tweeted, vegans, we do our best. And Scott has tweeted, I think he's getting vegans mixed up with the cups. That was one of the many weird things about cups. The, the, the borderline sexual abuse. No, take the word borderline out. The sexual abuse that was endured by uh, people in my troop as well was, was one of the weirder things. Uh, but uh, yeah, at the end of it, R. Kayla, cups, do your best. R. Kayla, we will do our best. It's not really striving for much, is it? Really? You know, just get it on, try. bang a gong. Um, when's uh, uh, BBC um, uh, Pudsy Day? Don't know. I just had cake. Okay, mm, cake. Dave Luton. Good morning, boss. Good morning, geese. What you got? Um, just a little inquiry. Yes, sir. You've come to the right place. Yeah. Okay. At this end of this weekend again, Luton Borough Council is to close Hatter's Way. Okay. That's for the weekend. Yep. To cause more chaos no. in Luton. No, 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 no. No, to no. cause more chaos no. in Luton. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's yes, not. It is. It's not to cause more chaos in Luton. I'm yes, assuming. No, they've not it said. Will cause. They've it not will said. Cause you know what we need chaos. to do? We need yeah. to cause more chaos in Luton. Let's close Hatter's Way. They're probably doing it. I don't know. Are they doing roadworks or something? No, no, they've done it. And, and somebody gave me a little hint on Saturday. I'll give you a, a hint. Person, yes. That they're closing it because 
the last time it was closed, the road blokes made a hash of, la- of this uh, the road of. Right, the so they're, they're, they are, uh, that's a shame, but they're correcting their mistake. Yes. What? What? What was that? What's what? the matter with it? What's the, what, what, what's the matter with there's it? No, there's no potholes in it. What's like the matter with it? Roads in Luton. What's the matter with it? Yeah, what's the matter with it? Kelly, if you'd oh. be so kind as to uh, give me a, a, a what a matter with it, please. <laughs> um, I don't know what a matter with it is. Can you find out why they've got to close it again for? Uh, well, well, I tell you what. We'll, I tell you what we'll do. We'll put in a call today, and we'll find out, and uh, we'll get you back on the air t- t- tomorrow to tell you. Yeah, it'll be appreciated. I thank you very much. Yeah. Please don't go. No. Sorry. Hello. <laughs> Where did that come from? Please don't go. I'm what? talking to Kelly. Okay. Am I talking to myself again? Yes, you are, David. Thank you so much what? for calling. Yeah, okay. Bye then. Tutty bye. Um, <laughs> we'll put a call in. What a matter with it? I'll ask him. <laughs> So get the, the hatter's way. What a matter with it? <laughs> just try it, Catherine. What a matter with it? <laughs> Hello, is that Luton Borough Council? Yeah, I wanna, just want to ask a question about hatter's way. Yeah. What a matter with it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love him. I don't. No, I, I, I actually do. No, I, I actually, actually well, despise I, that gentleman. I a bit do. You what? I a bit do. Okay. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> there, we, there we go. Three four five nine four double five five double five. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. We got any texters? Yes. Let's have a couple of texters. Janet really enjoyed that last interview. Which which one? Mr Lee. Hello. That Janet. You rather harangued that last caller and he sounded sincere and you left him a bit bemused. I well, listen. Um um yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't know. What, sorry, is that a criticism or I don't know? Yes. Oh, is that just an observation, Janet? Thank you very much. Yeah, I just, I just, you know, I, I just think it's interesting, isn't it? Um, and we've, we're, we're all hypocrites in one. We all, we all say one thing and believe one thing and try and strive for one thing, but probably we're doing other things. Actually, don't fit in with that belief. All of us do. About it can be about all kinds of things. About about fidelity. About eating food. About the way you dress. About the way you think about religions. All of these things, right? But I just think when something is, is supposedly as black and white as veganism is, it's interesting to point out the discrepancies. We have pets for our own pleasure. It's a selfish thing to own a pet. I mean, you could partly argue you see a dog, you know, crippled in the street and you go, oh, I'll look after. But we have dog, we have pets because we like them and they enrich our lives. Selfish. And then to feed a pet meat when you are against the use of animals for food. It just seems, it, to me... It's a fair question to ask, isn't it? It's a fair question to ask. The reason we're talking about it is this. St Albans Council have voted to ban the sale of some types of fur after finding badger and fox skins on sale at a recent medieval market. I would ban medieval markets. The new ban will prevent the sale of all fur unless it's a byproduct of the food trade. Hertfordshire Animal Rights say, don't go far enough. Well, Luke Steele is a member of Hertfordshire Animal Rights who've been campaigning to get all fur banned in St Albans. Why doesn't it go far enough, Luke? Um, Good morning, Ian. Well, the question here is the type of fur that's exempt from the ban. We're seeing that rabbit fur is being allowed to be sold on the market still. And rabbit fur, we see, is coming from countries where, for example, the animal welfare standards are virtually non-existent. We're seeing that the rabbits are clubbed over the head to be killed. We're seeing that these animals are kept in tiny cages, often four or five apiece. And we're seeing that there's obviously animals that are dying as well. 
and plenty of undercover investigation. Well, the animals have to, the animals have to die to make to, to make the fur. Yes, yes, that's the well. Uh, so you're saying that these? I, I thought the rule was that the only the only fur that could be sold was if it was a byproduct of the food trade. So those animals are being killed anyway. Well, the question is, how is the council going to enforce this? Is the well, council I, going to be flying out to the fur farms? Often no, in no, the of course they're not. Of course they're, they're not. They're but, they, not. But, but, but we have to. Do, don't we have to take them at face value? If if the fur is a byproduct of the food trade, then no one can have a problem with that, are they? Surely it's just getting the most out of the dead animal. Well, how can the council show that it's a byproduct of the food trade? And that's the question we're asking. How can people not just okay. simply turn around and say, "Oh, we're selling rabbit fur"? It's okay. of the so food it, if they could, if they could prove, Luke, that yeah. the fur was a byproduct of the um, the food trade, you'd be happy with that. Um, no, because exactly. So let's in, let's invest. And I knew that would be the answer. So let's investigate that yeah. point. Okay, even if the council could prove that the fur was a byproduct of of the food trade, you wouldn't be happy with that. Why? The, the matter is that they can't. No, 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 Luke, Luke. Luke. We see ninety five percent of the British public turn around saying that they're opposed to the fur trade. Luke, Luke. If they can prove, you've just said that even if yeah. if they could prove it was it was a byproduct of the food trade, you wouldn't be happy with that. Why not? Because the animals are treated in awful conditions. We're seeing that ninety five percent of the British public have opposed the sale of all fur. We're seeing that there's still five percent that want it. It's not illegal. Why, why deprive them? Well, we're seeing that in the UK, it's illegal to breed animals solely for the sale of fur. Well, this isn't but this isn't for the, the sale moment. of fur. Look, this isn't at, this. At look, the market at the moment, look, we're seeing that rabbits. Luke, Luke, this is going to the, the the new rule is uh, it will prevent the sale of fur unless it's a byproduct of the food trade. You still ha- you still seem to have a problem with it, even if it's come from animals that are being used for food. And I don't understand why that animal's the dead. Question, let's get the, the question, most use the out of it. Is how does the council enforce? Let's it assume and it's unenforceable. Let's assume for a second that they can prove it. You still have a problem with it. No, no, no. But 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 Luke, I mean, Luke, 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 Luke. No, it is because you've just said, Luke. You've just said. That even if they could prove it was a byproduct of the food trade, you'd still have a problem with it, and that's the point I'd like to explore. And Why? The problem is that ninety-five percent of the British public have said they oppose nope. all sales. Why of would you have a problem? That, Why would you? Ninety-six percent of the public it's gone up by one percent now. Advertised. Right. Why moment. would Luke? I don't know why you're not answering the question. It's a really simple question. Yeah. Okay. Why have you specifically, Luke? Not the ninety-five, ninety-six percent of the people. Yeah. You got a problem with fur products that are, are, um, come from animals that have been killed for food. We see that rabbits, for example, are kept in tiny cages. We've seen that rabbits are being clubbed over the head for the sale of fur. And, and those are the animals that are being used for, f- for food as well? Well, we've seen these are the animals that are sold in the market. No, 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 Luke, Luke, I'm going to try... Luke, 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 no, Luke, I'm going to try one more time because you said something okay. very specific. I'm going to try one more time, OK? You said that you would have a problem with fur being sold, even if it could be proved it was a byproduct of the food trade. Why? Certainly because the rabbits are kept in awful conditions to be sold for their fur. And those are animals that are being used for food. Well, there's no way for the council to no, prove Luke, this is what we're saying. The band does Luke, not you're doing yourself no favours, buddy. You're doing yourself no favours. It's a really, it's a really, it's a really specific time. question, Luke. And you seem, I don't know why you seem so willing to, uh, to answer, I'm willing to answer it. It's a shame. Well, what, stay, there. stay there. Stay Luke, stay there. Luke, stay there. I want to bring in uh, Frank Zilberkveit. Uh, I hope I got that name right. He's the vice chairman of the British Fur Trade. Uh, morning, Frank. I hope I got your name at least uh, somewhere in the right, uh, the right uh, area. I'll, I'll give you eight out of ten. Not hey, that's bad. not bad. I'll, I'll do with that. Um... Do you see Luke's point? Fur is cruel, isn't it? 
No, fur is not cruel. There is a, a, a transparency in the fur industry, which if the member of the council who introduced this legislation had bothered to do his research, visit a trap line or go to a fur farm, he would have probably had a different opinion. What is happening in the world? You've got people who are either reading a mantra like your friend Luke there, who can't answer your question, or you have people on the council who are given third-hand information and they're making decisions without being properly informed. And I feel sorry for the, the residents of St Albans if that's the way decisions are made, because on important issues they're making the, going through the same process and therefore decisions are being made which affect the lives of people in St Albans without any proper research or Frank, investigation ex- being done. explain to me then why um, breeding animals uh, specifically for their fur and then killing those animals specifically for their fur, explain why that isn't cruel. Because the fur farms have the highest standard of animal husbandry. We don't need to eat uh, meat or eat fish. Uh, we don't have to wear leather and we don't have to wear fur. But it's a choice that the human race makes. Therefore, if we do make these choices, we should do it in the most responsible way possible. If you were to go to wearefur.com or the BFDA website, which is British Fur, and you would try to research how these processes are done, you would be more than pleased. Probably infinitely better than poultry farms are done or cattle farms which are transported to their deaths. Uh, everything is done in the most uh, humane way and there's great traceability. We work with a fashion industry. They demand that we have traceability and have high welfare standards because it's important for them when they have confidence in our product. And the net result of all this, can I just finish one thing? Is Very quickly, go on. Sales in the UK are the fastest growing in the whole Western world. And that is what Frank? counts because... It's well, what is that's the bottom line. Frank, if people buy it, Frank, they approve of it. Frank, yes, go ahead. Uh, w- yeah. We don't need fur, do we? We don't need fur. It could be argued that we don't need meat, but there is perhaps you a stronger argument for it. We, we, we don't need is, fur. Don't, and to breed and to breed your steak. You don't need your steak. Hang on, Frank. Frank, Frank let me Frank, let, let Frank let, yeah, gosh, yeah. both of you. Both of you. Wow. Let me make my point. We don't need fur. Uh, and to 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 breed animals simply so that we can make ourselves look nice does seem a little bit cold, doesn't it? No, I think it's perfectly okay. It's uh, it, it, it is a, a it is a uh, a renewable resource. It is far less pollutant than producing petrochemical derivatives. No you connection know, whatsoever. You can't you can't compare petrochemicals with with fur. That's ridiculous. Yeah, of course you can. It devastates well, well, the landscape. Yeah, but it, it, no it, it annihilates uh, uh, the yes, you know. Uh, but animal you're not life. having you're not having animals in a cage um, or a pen or you know, and then they get killed. That's it's, it's completely different, and I'm not allowing that one. Wait, but listen, you eat your, you like. I'm, I'm listening. Sure you like your. I'm sure you like your meat. I don't know if you're a vegan or vegetarian. No, you don't, do you? But like, it doesn't sound like you are. But tell me if you what are does, or not. What does? Hang on a minute. Are you? Are you do you hang eat on. meat? Hang on, please Frank. Answer the question. Like Frank. Luke, I'm asking you a question. Try to answer it, please. That's Frank. what I'm asking you. Frank, Frank, what do you mean yeah. I don't sound like a vegetarian? What does that mean? Because the way you were arguing with Luke, the way the, the point you were taking. But I could be wrong, but are you a vegetarian or are you not? You, you, you could be wrong. It, it's actually irrelevant because I'm, I'm, I'm actually trying to, get, I'm trying to get both of you to explain your, your part. So you, you can't say. And there, no, and there we've I'll just seen it. an interesting... We've just seen an interesting... Um, kind of a- aggressive sl- stance against those yeah. people who disagree with you. You don't sound like a vegetarian. 
Yeah. What's that? What, 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 what's the sound of someone got to do with anything? Because you were quite aggressive with Luke, and you were taking his counterpoint. Maybe that's your job to take the counterpoint. My, but my, the my, my. Made, the point I'm trying to make is my job. We don't. We don't need to wear leather shoes. We don't need to. Leather's a byproduct. It. You, uh, it's, so it's a byproduct of the meat industry, which we don't need either. Yeah, we leather is a byproduct. Leather is a byproduct of the meat industry. So one could argue, if you're killing animals for meat, you might as well get everything out of it. The, the fur industry primarily. These animals are bred just for their fur, aren't they? The, the animals are bred just for their meat too. Chickens are kept in. You know, there are billions of chickens killed every year in, in horrific conditions. One could argue. Fur fur. We, we can argue you don't need chickens. You can argue you don't need fur. But we choose to use. Well, fur. one we could argue that the chickens. food element is is more important. Let's bring Luke back uh, into why, the conversation. Why would you Why do you argue with that? I don't agree with that. It's because easy, because you know, having a full, having a full belly is more important than looking nice at a film premiere. There are plenty of ways to have a full belly without eating. Aren't they just? Let's bring Luke back. Luke, you'll agree with me on that one. I tell you that. Well, look, look, Frank, please, I don't like it when guests put words in in other guests' mouths. That's unfair, and I wouldn't let Luke do the same for you. I I wouldn't let Luke do it for you, and I don't want you to do it for him. Let's bring Luke into the conversation. Luke, your response to Frank, please. Well, I do not agree. I mean, at the end of the day, 95% of the British public pays the sale of fur. 96% of people in the heart's advertiser last week said they don't want fur sold in St Albans Market. It's undemocratic to sell fur. It's cruel to sell fur. And quite frankly, the council should be extending this ban to all rabbit fur as well. That's been killed solely for its fur. We don't get rabbits that are killed for their meat, for the fur trade, because the standards okay. of the fur are completely I p- different. I, I, I picked Frank up on when he was talking nonsense. I'll pick you up as well. You can't say just because there's been a poll in the newspaper. You can't say it's undemocratic to sell fur. That, that, that's, that's blatantly uh, nonsense. Um, what exactly are your specific... Um, beefs, if you'll uh, pardon the term, with, with the fur industry. Luke? Well, certainly we see the animals killed solely for their fur. It's vain, it's cruel, and it's completely unnecessary in this day and age. And as I say, 95% of the British public... I, I, I'm, I, I'm not really interested in that statistic because it, it, doesn't, it doesn't actually mean anything. I don't know where you got it from, and it doesn't actually prove anything. Well, it comes no, from the RSPCA. Yeah, OK, well, 95% of, the, of, of, of people, you know, think that the Beach Boys' Friends album is one of their worst. It's irrelevant. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's irrelevant. So, so, so please stop bringing that, um, that, that fact in. Um, Frank, your response to Luke? Listen, the bottom line about the fur industry in the UK is that we have high welfare standards, we have great traceability, great high visibility, We, and, and this is reflected in retail sales. Retail sales in the UK are growing annually by at least 20% per annum, and that is what the public believe, because if they That's wouldn't rubbish, buy it, they, they, they we don't... We London do Fashion Week, we say London Fashion Week, that the majority of designers will not use fur. We think that the majority of traders at St Albans, at St Albans Market will not sell fur. It's, it's a dying, dwindling trade, and there's no denial and rebuttal to them. That, that's, that's totally inaccurate. I think you'll find that if uh, that 95% of world Luke, 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 let Frank respond. Let Frank respond. You'll come back yeah, in, don't worry. It's quite... It, it, you can research it. 95% of the world's leading designs have... Why does everyone keep using this figure, 95%? I suspect you're all both plucking this out of the air. Um, no, Luke. we're not plucking out of the air because it's, it's a fact. Well, and, it's, uh, not, I, listen, I didn't let, I didn't and, let Luke... I Frank, 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 yeah. Frank, I didn't let Luke um, bandy around a, a figure that we've got no evidence on. I'm not going to let you do the same. Luke, um, the, 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 the problem that a lot of um, um, the, the people seem to have with... Um, I don't want to use the, rights, anim, the phrase animal rights protesters because that's a little bit lazy and hackney, but... Um, is that they can be seen to be quite aggressive. And um, mm. the councillor who made the amendment in this bill is getting hate calls. Is that to change his number? 
Yeah, well, that's certainly something we condemn. We condemn all aggressive tactics towards anybody. It's completely, you know, it's not the best thing to do. We're campaigning against violence towards animals here, animals that are clubbed over their heads, skinned, gassed for their fur, and we condemn all violence as well. Frank, does Luke sound like a vegetarian to you? Yes, because obviously he's, I, I'm pretty certain... With How can that, you tell from his voice that he's a vegetarian? Because of, by, by what he's saying, because I'm sure that he does... I'm sure he, he is a vegetarian, but he can correct me if he's wrong, because I'd be, I'd be interested if he wasn't one, and then we'd have a, a more interesting discussion. But I, I believe that if he, from his viewpoint, where he's coming from, that was part yeah. of his lifestyle, yes? So, uh, which I respect, because he's allowed to do... That's his choice, right? And, he, and everybody has the freedom to choose what they want to do. Luke, I'm sure, well, Luke be, we're assuming you're a vegetarian. Okay, you can if you like. There we go. Is that, is that right? Um, vegan. <laughs> okay, well, 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 well done you. Frank, Frank, if I may make a suggestion, Frank, I wouldn't yeah. go around um, playing, playing, trying to work out if people are vegetarians just by the tones of their voices. It, 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 that way madness lies. Do you sleep well at night, Frank? Very well, thank you. <laughs> Very well indeed, because I, I, there are 60,000 people employed in the European Union who are depend on the fur industry, and that is a very large... And you're, you're happy being part of an industry, you're happy being part of an industry that, that slaughters animals just so, um, you know, people can look good? As much as I would be if I was a butcher or if I was a, a shoemaker or a handbag maker, yes. I'd have more concerns if I was producing alternatives which have a very uh, 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 negative effect on the, uh, on, on the uh, environment. You know, petrochemical companies, they're digging up the earth. Cotton produces the aeral sea, which is uh, now it's dried up. Are, the alternatives are quite frightening. So it's better to go with nature and do it the natural way like our ancestors <laughs> did than try to introduce uh, modern uh, alternatives okay. which okay. have dire consequences. Gentlemen, oh, wait, gentlemen, we're going to end it there. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, the last voice was Frank Zilberquiet, who is the vice chairman of the British Fur Trade Association. Uh, and the other voice was Luke Steele, who is a member of Hertfordshire Animal Rights. 03459 455 555. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Any Texas? Yes. That was more fun than it should have been. I enjoyed that. They were both characters, weren't they? But, I, I, but they're both, um, and, I, I, and I, I, well, I would have said this to them, actually. I was, I'm, I'm not you know, being snidely, just to put the phone down. They both had um, an arrogance and an aggression about them. Now, obviously, they passionately believe in what they're talking about, but um, I just thought both of them, Frank slightly more, but both of them were just going for, for digs and knocks when there was no need to go for digs and knocks. Frank gave us a slightly more, but both of them did. And it was interesting. I thought Frank had a, a, a little bit of nastiness, I'm going to say, a couple of times. Uh, and I thought uh, Luke wouldn't answer a very simple question. <laughs> so, but you the know. thing is, they're both used to being on the defensive, aren't they? Um, I don't know. I don't know. So they're waiting for attacks. You don't sound like a vegetarian. <laughs> What does that mean, dude? Vegan aid's been does back. Does it mean I've got I've, I've got strength and vigor in my voice? What does that mean? Anyway, vegan aid's been back in touch. He says eggs are cruel because they're the product of exploitation and perpetuate the idea that it's okay to use animals. Vegans avoid animal products as far as possible and practical. Ah, oh, so they try their best. Okay. The okay. longest li living dog in the UK was fed a vegan diet. Cats are certainly problematic, but in a vegan world, we would not be breeding animals. Okay. There we go. Well, Kevin says, but Ian, 95% of the British public say so. It's a fact. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, 
Oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, someone who's given us a call is this slacker. Morning, Gatford. Morning, boss. How you doing? Blue canary in the alley by the light switch. Who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul. Not to put too fine a point on it. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. I have a secret to tell from my electrical well. It's a simple message and I'm leaving out the whistles and bells. So the room must listen to me, filibuster vigilantly. My name is Blue Canary, one note spelled L-I-T-E. My story's infinite, like a long jean symphony, it doesn't end. Blue Canary in the outlet by the light switch, who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul, not to put too fine a point on it. Say, I'm the only bee in your bonnet make a little birdhouse in your soul instrumental I'm your only friend, I'm not your only friend But I'm a little glowing friend But really I'm not actually a friend But I am, there's a picture opposite me Of my primitive ancestry Which stood on rocky shores And kept the bitches shipwreck free Though I respect that a lot I'd be fired if that were my job After killing Jason off And countless screaming Argonauts Bluebird of friendliness like guardian angels, it's always here Blue canary in the outlet by the light switch Who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul Not to put too fine a point on it Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet Make a little birdhouse in your soul Not to put too fine a point on it Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet Make a little birdhouse in your soul While you're at it Keep the light night on inside the birdhouse in your soul Not to put too fine a point on it Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet Make a little birdhouse in your soul Thank you. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Realise, Gatford. Yep. Okay, what you got for us? Thanks for that. Enjoy well, that. Um, no, it's good. Yeah, you, you, you're thinking better these yeah, days. Do you know what? Do you know what? I, halfway through that, I thought, do you know, I'm actually singing good here. I could yeah. be a concert. Man. That was um, album-worthy. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, next time it's going to be B-side-worthy, and then we're up to uh, number 36 in the charts. Gat, forget to the point. You're making me lose the will to breathe. Well, then Your tedium is infectious. <laughs> Are others ringing you? Such infectious work. What you got for us? Poem. Um, oh, for Kelly crying Bates. out loud. Um, right, OK. Finishing so, it. It's finishing now. Kelly Betts I've is leaving. Re- shut up. But shut up. Kelly Betts is leaving... We're asking mm-hmm. people to record their obits. Yep. You have been trying for like the last three months to do a poem 
that mentions Kelly Betts and is in yep. the past tense. I've nailed it this time. You've nailed Kelly Betts? No. Let's rephrase. I've nailed the poem. Okie dokie, doggy daddy. Right. So, right. for the last time ever, yep. I yep. hope. Oh, the sun's come out. This is a good omen. This is a good omen. I like to think I played a part in that. Right. For the last right. time ever, mm-hmm. Gatford, do your obit for Kelly Betts. In your own time. Gone. Hang on, yeah, sorry. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. In your own time. Okay. Take it away. Okay. Kelly Betts has gone. Is that it? Yeah. Perfect. That, that, that'll do. That'll do. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, no, no, no he's good. We'll have that. Perfect. He got there. Factual. He got there. Factual, not fictional. Mm. I felt he could have um, been a bit more emotional about it. Yeah, hang it. on, Gatford. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to struggle yeah. to put that in. That, that's a bit short. We need it a bit longer. No, well, no, sorry. You, you didn't specify that on Thursday, Friday, whatever days yeah. we talked about it. You said past tense, yep. Kelly Betts. There yep. you are. That's what you got. But that, that, sounds, that just sounded sarcastic and cold, mate. Almost as if you're pleased that well, she's going. Your interpretation. Exactly. I, and my interpretation, my interpretation, uh, as you know, I don't sound like a vegetarian. My interpretation no. is king. Sh- as Sade sang, like... as Sade once sang, your interpretation is king. So I need, I need it longer. Kelly Betts deserves longer than you've got to give her. All right? So, same time tomorrow. Give... Oh. All right, Kelly, I'll give you longer. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. You'll give me longer? Yeah. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number. Yeah. If if you want to give us a call, then you know what you'd be absolutely more than welcome, absolutely more than welcome uh, to celebrate the fact, to commemorate the fact that Kelly Betts is leaving. We're off to Luton today to Prizzy's Prisoners' Wives to have a, sl- a slap up meal. We've reserved a table. We've reserved a table. And Kelly is buying us all breakfast to celebrate. Do you know it's a secret that we call it that? It's not. Hmm? Why do we call it Prisoner's Wife? Is that not the it's, name of it? No. What is it then? I think it's because of its location opposite the courthouse. Oh, is that what it's called? No, or is it I thought the women it was because the, because the women look like, look like, look like blokes. And because of the proximity to the courthouse. Oh, right. Oh, saved. I see what you're doing, Kelly. Well saved. She's saving it. But We're that's not the real reason. Just to we clarify. We can say this after we've been. Just to clarify. They listen to hearts. Yeah. Just to clarify, it's not because they look like prisoners' wives. Okay, right, fine. God, you can't make a joke about anything these days without having the the politically correct madness police jumping down your health and safety this, health and safety that. You can't say that. It's political madness gone wrong. It's not that. I'm just thinking about what they're going to put in your eggs for hearing that. I'm not eating eggs. After speaking, been... Well, after speaking to that drippy bloke earlier on... You <laughs> a slice of toast. I'm, not, I'm just going um, to go in and... I can't even have toast. That's probably cruel to wheat! Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1, there's a lane closed southbound between Junction 11 for Dunstable and at Junction 11 for Dunstable, sorry, and it's causing a delay back from Junction 12 for Flitting. That's because Sarah called to say that a lane's been closed in the inside lane because of an accident. On the M25 clockwise, a lane's been closed between Junction 15 for the M4 and 16 for the M40. That's causing queues back from Junction 12 for the M3. And in Chesham Boys, Amersham Road is very slow in both directions, approaching the temporary traffic lights at Clifton Road, and that's because of roadworks there, causing delays between Chesham and Amersham. 
On the A4146 westbound and Leighton Buzzard, it's very slow between the total roundabout and the Garside roundabout because of roadworks on Wing Road. And on the train departure boards, there are no delays, but if you're using the London Underground, the Bakerloo line is suspended between Harrow and Wilston and Stonebridge Park. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you very much indeed. 8.45. It's Monday the 26th of October. I'm Ian Lee and I'm feeling perky and bubbly today. I have no reason to. The government's facing a possible defeat in the Lords on its plans to cut tax credits. St Albans District Council has voted to ban the sale of fur items unless it's a by-product of the food trade and police are carrying out patrols in South Buckinghamshire after two teenage boys received gun injuries last night. Let's get the weather! Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello there. A little unfair today. Some spots cloudier than others. Uh, some really bright, sunny spells around, but also some stubborn cloud in other areas. Uh, mainly dry day, though, becoming breezy with a southeasterly wind and highs of 14 degrees Celsius. Fair amount of cloud around through the night, but staying dry with lows of 10 degrees. And then a cloudy start to tomorrow, but brightening up to more sunshine later on. And then rain in the evening with highs of 17 degrees Celsius. So very mild for the time of year, continuing to be so, particularly over night. On Wednesday we've got rain continuing in the morning, a few showers in the afternoon once it's cleared, some drizzly rain on Thursday and then another wet day on Friday after a chilly start with some mist and fog patches. That's your latest forecast. When you need local news. The headlines, serious injuries for Bedford cyclist and heritage windfall for Luton Museum. When you need local travel. M40 southbound one lane blots and it's queuing two lorries in the caravan. When you need local weather. Lots of sunny spells around and more sunshine developing of course. Plenty of blue skies as we head into the afternoon. BBC Three Counties Radio is here. Bedfordshire police are defending plans to halve the number of community support officers in the county. With local up-to-date news and travel bulletins throughout the day. You get your travel. After Paul Young, Paul wherever Young. I lay my hat, that's my home. You'll always be up to date. That's the forecast. BBC Three Counties Radio. What's the matter with it? What's that? This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. David is in Hitchin! Yeah, I'm in Hitchin! Yeah. yeah! Sorry, David. Yeah, I don't know how good the phone is. I need a new one. You do need a new one, mate, because it sounds like you're underwater in a box. Yeah. With a mask yeah. on. There you go. One of them gags. Um, but the thing is, all I was going to say about rabbits, we used to eat rabbit in this country. Yep. Um, when Safeways was up and running, we used to buy it diced. Yep. But uh, what happens is a lot of the rabbit carcasses are put into cat and dog food. Beautiful. They, they, they get all the best stuff, don't they? Yeah. But one last thing would be uh, for Caddy Betts, I think that if you change the words to Then I Heard a Voice, I think the perfect anthem for Caddy would be the, the Monkeys, I'm a Believer. And if you did, hang on a minute, say that again. So what are we changing the words to? Then I Heard a Voice. Well, I don't know what Neil Diamond would have to say about that. Well, go on then, David, away yeah, you because go. You, because we, nope. most of us know down the phone. Okay, well, we'll go, on then. Let's, the go on then, sing it, let's hear it. Someone for else, me. but not for me. Yeah, go on. Love was out to get me. You ready? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I thought love was only... Oh, no, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. We'll start, we'll, go, we'll start again. I've got the music. We'll start again. We'll start again. Here we go. Here we go. Hang on a minute. Here we go. 
love. I thought love was only true in fairy tales. Made for someone else, but not for me. But love was out to get me. That's the way it feels. That's the way it seems. No, no, hang on, hang on a minute. No, 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 no. We we muffed up. We came in too early. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna hold your hand through the beginning bit. Okay, right here we go. Hang on, here we go. Don't worry. I know, we noticed. I think there's an instrumental on this. Here we go. Here we go. No, no, no. I thought love was only true in fairy tales. He's it. He's it. Meant for someone else, but not for me. That love is out to get me. That's the way it seems. Disappointment haunted all my dreams. In heard a voice, now I'm a believer. Without a trace, it's out of my mind. Yeah, not sure if that works. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Excellent stuff, David. Uh, and by excellent, I mean I've just cut you off. Um, any Texas? I'm trying to ring Peter and Wilma Green back. Um, oh, I hope, but he's not, he, I hope he's not had a I fall. I hope he's not locked in the lab or something. <laughs> he's been gone for ages. Peter, if you're listening and you're okay, give us a shout. <laughs> if you're not, give us a shout. If you're not okay. Um, knock three times on the ceiling if you want me. Don't get involved with people living in the same flats or rented accommodation as you. It will only end in misery. Gosh, can you imagine the awkwardness? only end in misery, Dealey. Hello, boss. How are you? Here we go. Tomorrow's show. It won't be. Songs that give out bad advice. Oh, yes. Knock three times on the ceiling if you want me. No, 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 no. You should never shack up with the person who's in the shared house. It always ends in misery and resentment. Do you know what? If I had time to think about this, and you're going to yeah. give me 24 hours, which is brilliant, there yeah. must be so many great you know song what? titles this, out this, there. This, this, is a fun, this is a fun game to play, actually. Yeah. And both of us, we can text each other throughout the day. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow's show is going to be, and let, hold me to this, guys, because you know I have these ideas and then dismiss them. Um, mm. uh, songs that give out bad advice. That's mm. what we're doing. Okay, That's what about what this one, then? Okay, and it was bad advice to himself. Elton John, kiss the bride. <laughs> I want to kiss the bride! Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, bad advice to yourself. Hey, Dealey, have you seen that Glenn Campbell documentary? I haven't, but you know what? I don't really want to. No, it's... Um, do you, and I respect that. I respect that. It is... It's um, it's, it's, it's hard work. It's hard work. Remind me of my granddad, uh, who had Alzheimer's. And I was just... I was going up to the last ten minutes of it, and then my kids came home, and I was, oh. I was in... I was in tears. Right, my eldest came in and he said, "What's wrong?" And I, and I just, you know, I kind of had to. Oh, I'm just watching a really sad yeah. film about a guy that I met once, and he had bought my granddad. Oh, it was. I was going to oh. say because you've interviewed him, haven't you? I interviewed him when uh, uh, when the PR people said he's got Alzheimer's. He's fine. You won't notice it. And I said earlier on, he left with me and my producer. And we had to turn around and say, "Glenn, Glenn, you're with that that woman there. That's your wife, and that's oh. your band. Oh, I'm with those guys, am I? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolute legend. Uh, do you know what? I, I, I I've just got. A f- Feeling, I don't think it's the curse. I've just reading up on it. I, I, I don't think there's long to go, and in many ways, that would be a blessing because he's not very well at the moment at all. Um, 
Have you got anything for us? We just we just chewing the fat. No, no. You, you said earlier on yep. um, about ways you can keep your hands warm. This was the big phoning of today. Um, and uh, what, what was your advice again to keep your hands warm? Well, this was not my advice, but my dad and my mum, when they were kids in the olden days, their mums uh, would cook them a jacket potato. They'd take it to school with them and keep it in their pockets, yep. keep their hands warm. It was like a, it was like a um, it was the old fashioned equivalent of thermal. Yeah. And then they'd eat it for their lunch. <laughs> That's a they, brilliant idea. They'd, they'd wipe the fluff, blow the fluff off, <laughs> and they'd eat a ch- chow down on a, on a jacket potato. Beautiful. Fantastic advice. I mean, here with me live right now is a true geezer. What's the time now, by the way, boss? Um, 8.53. 8.53. Stan, uh, 8.53 in the morning, has got a pint of lager with him. Now, that says hey. to me, geezer with a capital G. How are, how are you, Stan? I'm fine, thank you, sir. Lovely smell of beer there, my son. Right, okay. Ways to keep your hands warm. Uh, you're the best we've got, unfortunately. Um, so tell us uh, how you keep your hands warm, Stan. I'm riding the fader. Well, what I normally do is when I'm when I'm not having a beer, yep. I, I take out a hot hot pot of tea. Yeah. Ooh, yep. And you yeah. keep your hands against the pot of tea. Yep. A, a pot of tea or a flask? Because a pot on the street would look a bit weird. No, it's a flask. Yeah. It's a nice flask. Well, it's a hot pot. I call it a hot pot. Yeah. But is is you know one of those. Yeah. He makes, good, yeah. he, he makes a good. makes he makes a good point. point. Uh, the, yeah, the, 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 you get one of those. You get those mugs now, don't you? That I refuse to buy or refuse to use here. We, we, we bought a load of them when we moved here. Um, like well, they, like drivers' mugs. Yeah, and they, yeah. You, you get you get a cup and a half in there, and they they, they radiate the heat. This morning it was absolutely freezing cold. Lots of people on the streets wearing gloves. My top tip is put your hands between your legs. It's the, the warmest part of your body. But just in after the show, we will all be putting our hands between your legs. Thank you very much for Thank the you. offer. It's appreciated. Cheers, my dears. Ta-ta. Tomorrow's show. Songs that give out bad advice. I heard heating your wrists up will warm your body up. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Well, why not just... If, you're, if you've got access to enough heat for your wrists, why not just heat the whole bod? No, with your hands. Sorry? Just heat it with your hands. I, no, I don't know what you're saying. Cool you down as well if you're the opposite. Oh, yeah, if you're hot, you're supposed to put cool water on your wrists. Yeah. Well, it's your pulse point. You're supposed to put your, your sense there. Yeah. All right. So it might work the other way around. Sorry? It might work the other way around. Thanks very much, caller. Um, there's, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the papers to try and fill. If you want to fill the last three minutes of the show, you're more than welcome to. But there's... Um, the, 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 there's ah, there we go. This is the made-up story. This is the made-up story that we have every single year. It's front page of the Star. We don't get the Star here. We're the BBC. It's page three of uh, the Mail. Forget the Halloween pumpkins. Try a turnip. No. With a pumpkin pumpkin shortage looming. No, there's not. There isn't. There's loads. There's loads of them. We've got two in our house. You may have to be a little more creative with... Basically, what this is, this is the um, um, the Turnip Marketing Board, the TMB, are thinking, we know, turnip sales are down again this year, we need a good campaign. I know! Why don't we, we scare everybody thinking there's no pumpkins and they have to carve their screw faces at turnips? Great idea, that is, Reg. That's what we'll do. I would suggest it'd be easier to get hold of a pumpkin than a turnip at the moment. Um, uh, so, basically, we're supposed to carve... Well, the, but turnips aren't hollow. Pumpkins are hollow. Well, they're not. Pumpkins loads of mush in them. You're nuts. Pumpkins are hollow. No. Oh, yeah, you freeze you, sco- you Well, you scoop it out. You scoop all that stuff out. Yeah, but I mean, it's still there's still basically you could put your fist inside a, a, a pumpkin. Mm. It's not like solid like a pineapple. No, no, it's not. Pumpkins like... aren't solid like a pineapple, are they, Andy? I don't know. You have you never looked inside a pumpkin? No, I don't like pumpkins. <laughs> you don't have to eat it. It's just for the scary faces. 
know. All right, all right, dude. What have you got for us, boss? In the, in the dying moments yeah. of the show, what have you got for us? Well, the big question you can ask is why? Why do we celebrate Halloween? And why do we celebrate Guy Fawkes Night? Um, what do, they do are you? Two big questions. Well, we we we, we tomorrow. Okay. Why do, do you not want to celebrate them? No. Why? Yeah. Because she does. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween is a pagan festival. Right. With not much going for it, and Guy Fawkes is a big waste of money. Everything goes up in smoke. Yeah, but you. The thing is, you don't have to celebrate them. What? Scrooge, you don't have to celebrate them. <laughs> I know. And who's that? Is who's that uh, cackling in the background? She wants to celebrate them. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Bye. Is that your? Is that your missus, Andy? Sister. Oh, well, in that case, I'll, I'll, I'll abort that conversation because that was going to go somewhere completely inappropriate. Andy, you're a Scrooge. Thank you. Don't forget, guys, podcast. Go onto iTunes, type in Ian Lee. It pops up. If you want to hear the show from the weekend, we do a weekend show. Yes, Catherine and I. Go to the BBC iPlayer, type in Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. And whoever is putting that show out as a podcast, uh, um, it is illegal, it is pirating, it is bootlegging. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are delays on the M1 southbound because of a lane being closed at Junction 11 for Dunstable earlier after an accident. It has reopened, but there are still queues back from Junction 12 for Flitwick. Also on the M25, a lane's closed clockwise between Junction 15 for the M4 and 16 for the M40 because of an accident. That's causing queues back from Junction 12 for the M3. In Chesham Boys, Amersham Road, speed queues in both directions approaching Clifton Road where there's temporary traffic lights. And also on the A5 High Street North and Dunstable, it's very slow in both directions at Bowers. Road from the A505 it's particularly slow through the roadworks. On the train departure boards, the 913 train from Luton to Bedford is delayed by 15 minutes and on the London Underground, the Bakerloo line suspended between Stonebridge Park and Harrow and Wilston. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Yep, that's it. That's coming to an end. Really going to miss you, Kelly Betts, next week. Yeah, geezer. <laughs> Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JBS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Monday, it's nine o'clock, and on today's big phone-in... Do you think the Lords should vote against the Government's plan to cut tax credits? The Lords get their vote today on whether the Government's proposed tax credit cuts should be delayed or just scrapped altogether. Conservative MP David Davis, who grew up on a council estate, argues the cuts risk causing agony for decent people. Critics of the proposed changes say they'll leave millions of people on low incomes as much as £1,300 a year worse off. George Osborne, however, well, he maintains other tax cuts, the new national living wage and increased personal tax allowance and free childcare will mean most claimants of in-work benefits will be better off. Well, this morning I want to hear your reaction to this big story. Do you think the Lords should vote against the government's plan to cut tax credits? Here's my telephone number for your call. It's 03459 455 555.
This is the JVS Show on BBC Three Counties Radio. So we'll take your calls in just a second, but first let's get the latest BBC News at nine o'clock with Tony Fisher. BBC Three Counties Radio. The government's facing a possible defeat in the Lords on its plans to cut tax credits. Critics say three million families stand to lose an average of £1,000 a year. But the government insists that the loss will be offset by other measures, including a higher minimum wage. The MP for Stevenage, Stephen McPartland, is one of two Tory MPs who've spoken out against the reforms. I totally agree that we need to reform tax credits for spending £30 billion a year on them. I just don't agree with what this reform is actually doing. So if you're a teaching assistant on about £11,000 a year, you're talking about a 10% loss in your income. And for me, that's um, punishing people who get up and go out to work and are trying to work their way out of poverty that we should be rewarding. Police are carrying out patrols in South Buckinghamshire after two teenage boys received gun injuries last night. Shots were fired at the boys in Parkland off Stomp Road in Burnham at 20 to 7. A 15-year-old boy suffered serious injuries which are not believed to be life-threatening. A 17-year-old boy sustained leg injuries which are also not to be life-threatening. St Albans District Councils voted to ban the sale of some types of fur. The issue was raised after badger and fox skins were put on sale at a recent medieval market. The new ban will prevent the sale of all fur unless it's a by-product of the food trade. Labour councillor Drida Gordon proposed a full ban. Local businesses um, would be free to carry on selling those type of goods. What I was trying to do was to... St Albans Council have some sort of control over the goods that are sold on St Albans Market. Details are due to be released today of an investigation into a sinkhole which opened up in St Albans more than three weeks ago. People were forced out of their homes on Fondmel Close after a 20-metre-wide crater opened up on their street. It's since been filled in with concrete, but residents haven't been allowed back into their homes. A geophysical survey of the area has been carried out. A woman from Luton has spoken of her frustration after being offered housing in Newcastle. comes after a BBC investigation revealed more than 100 families have been moved to Luton from the capital. Wendy, who has now found somewhere to live in Berry Park, says...